Welcome to the Cosmic Pickle Party! Welcome to Popcast After Dark. Yes, this is Popcast After Dark. I look like Brian's little midget. Why are you so high, bro? Why are you so low, and why am I so high? Well, you actually look normal. I look, this is not how I normally look. Hey, can you fix So I don't know why it's different. Oh, because Matt was on last week. Oh, okay. That's right. He he got a bigger, although it's nice to see my backdrop there a little bit, but. No, no, yeah, yeah. It's because he. But it looks too weird. Yeah, yeah, I'll fix it. Thank you for letting me know. I am I am straight brain dead right now. Well, you know, not sleeping has something to do with that, I think. Yeah, right? right? I got to tell you guys, welcome. Listen, the, the, the incredible people that are here in the chat right now. Listen, there are nine of you watching Fucking right nine. now. Nine. Nine yes. rock hard, amazing mother effers. We yes. love you. Let's, let's name you by people talking out there. David Nunya. Atheist for the co- for the cause, John Clark, the Dork Knight, Danny, Kenneth LaRoque, Kenneth LaRoque, David. Nunya. There's some other people out there, but I don't see you. Ah, I missed you too. I missed you too. I'm, I was gone for like a week and a half. I think I like missed a whole half and then, and then a week. Yeah, it's been kind of crazy. We've been um, dealing with some stuff over here. The reason today was so weird, I got to tell you guys, I've been literally waiting for this live show to happen for eight hours right now. Right? I know. It's my fault. So it's not your fault. So check this out. We just put out. I'm just not good yeah. enough, Shane. I'm not good enough to finish it fast enough. Okay. So we just put out uh, right now. Literally, it's popping up and it should show up in your guys's uh, YouTube feed here in a second. But it's uh, the definitive history of Galaxy Quest. It's about it's about a 50 minute documentary. Um, there was a documentary done not too long ago. I think it was called Never Give Up, Never Surrender. It took them four years to make that. <laughs> it took them four years. Four years, guys. Yeah. Four years. And we did it ours in a week. Right. Now, granted, all we did was this for a week. Yeah. <laughs> but it's done. Yeah. Uh, it, it, and I, I got to be honest, having watched theirs, I think ours is better. Well, so like, yeah. I mean, like, like, I'm not just being biased because I'm because I'm because we made it. I mean, I would be a little bit. I mean, I mean, you have to be objective, right? So, like, the thing is, there's celebrated Galaxy Quest and made you feel good inside, but I did not get the information from that doc that I got from what you wrote, dude. Yeah, well, that's a good point because theirs is a lot of fluff. See, yeah. theirs was more about, oh, look, we got to interview Tim Allen. We got to right. interview Sigourney Weaver. Like, they were really impressed right. with that. It took them four years, which, hey, by the way, it's a great doc. It's a fun documentary. But if you want to learn everything there is, every single freaking detail there is to know about Galaxy Quest, watch our video because it's all in there. It's weird. I now see the check. Am I 82%? Where are you at? I am at... 83%. Now it syncs up. What's up with that? It's Checking like, 84 it's like maybe, maybe it's like maybe when I connected to YouTube, it like synced us or something. That's interesting. <clears throat> oh, except our YouTube's like frozen. Oh, there it goes. Okay. Hey, John. Well, good to be here. Glad you're here, John. Yeah. This is Popcast After Dark, baby. <laughs> you know what I just tweeted out? I just tweeted out <clears throat> that we're naked from the waist down. Come join us. <laughs> oh, you're telling a joke. Well, I mean, you probably are naked from the waist down. I am straight up butt naked, 
waxed, vaxed, and ready to party. I don't. We don't want to. Know. <laughs> Did you say waxed and vaxed? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. I'm a pure blood so far, but I am waxed. We have some fun stuff. That's not what we wanted to I'm hear. A I would wax, I'm a wax pure blood, baby. I'd rather it's hear rock. that you're vaxxed than you're waxed. That's for damn sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, okay, so we've got, <laughs> we've got a great show for you tonight. Uh, we, we Listen, we told you guys we are, we're never going to miss a Thursday. Ever. And we just did. <laughs> it's Friday. It's technically you did. <laughs> I got to be honest. Like, So, like, what, I always felt like when we do this live show, I'm like, feel like sometimes i might take it a little more seriously because i i love the art of live streaming and i want to get okay. better at it but shane is already good at it so he's like you know we'll just schedule it for that time it'll be fine but <laughs> but today i was expecting shane to just say we'll do the live stream tomorrow what uh-huh. about no shane's stuck in there he's like how much longer where are we at people are yep. waiting i'm like wow i'm like impressed well, I, I was committed to having it. It's been a week and a half since I've been on the stream. And That's I'm like, true. listen, people have been waiting. So they need our take on stupid, weird shit happening in the world. Um, first thing we want to share with you guys, I think, is that um, I think we can do this now. Right, Brian, we can share uh, the fact that we have a new a new site. Oh, right, yeah. Share that with our with our share that sure. with everybody. Yeah. So we uh, we've I thought we've, we were going to wait, but OK, yeah. One of the things we've been working on is, um, you know, with our YouTube stuff and everything going on is we also wanted to uh, start a news channel. <clears throat> and so we've managed to successfully do a that. In, not a channel, a site. I'm, my brain's not working. A yeah, site, okay. a, a, a website, basically. Yeah. Kind of like, you know. Yeah, I'll show it to you. Green guys. Rant or one of the other ones. But better in but every way. Eventually better than Screen Rant. I eventually, think they still yeah. probably got us, but. Yeah, there's a few out there that were better than. I'd so say. check it out. It's honestpopculture.com, baby. Honestpopculture.com. Um, we are attempting to update this daily. When we get more resources, it will be more often. But it's a pretty good website. And here's the deal: I can promise you this: no grift, no grift on this website. That's right. We're just gonna tell It'll it be, how it is. Period. The, the end. Straight poop. Yeah, the straight poop. Uh, wait, is that the right? Is that yeah. oh, you're, you're you're being friendly, right? I'm old, so yes. It's the it's <laughs> it's it's straight up. If if we see something, we're gonna tell it exactly how we see it. Period. The end. We're not. The great thing about this is this is gonna open doors for us to be able to to get more access, to get more information, to then tell it like it is even more often. Right. Yeah. We're just tired of the BS. We're tired of the. Of the clickbait, of the lie, you know, of the lying to get views. And so we're just going to, you know, we, we just said, you know what the hell? We're going to start our own news. Uh, we're going to start our own news organization and just go for it. So, and I got to say, uh, so we got some, we got, we got, uh, so far our categories are Quantum Leap, Star Great, and Star Trek, but that's going to change. We also have Indiana Jones, Oroville. It's brand new. Yeah, it's brand new. It's brand new. And, and we're, we're trying to load our videos up there too, just for funsies, but really it's all about the news. Well, hopefully soon it'll it'll end up getting crawled by like Google and Yahoo, and you'll actually see these things pop up uh, as news articles when they come out. So anyway, stay tuned for that. Yeah. Thank you, Atheist. Website looks good. Love the categories. Yeah, we're uh, anything topical. We're going to make sure is up there. 
Also, it looks like that video is done. So later on, if you're still awake, oh, mine still says checks are still running. You can be able to check out. Uh, can we see a little peek of it? The definitive history of Galaxy Quest. Can we show them? Yeah, I'm sure you still have it up on your computer. It's all you've been working on for three days. No, I actually, uh, I deleted the files and burned the hard drive. <laughs> you've purged it. I'm not doing it anymore. Bro, um, okay, can I complain real quick? And I love you to death. Yeah, so I'm not complaining about you. I'm complaining about how good you are. Does that make oh, sense? Oh, I like those. Those are my favorite. Let me yeah. explain. <clears throat> yeah. This mother girl over here, okay? <laughs> what? He's like, he he gets the first part of the, of the doc done, and he sends it to me, and I'm like, okay, well, so judging on how long this piece is and how many words it is and titles, I know how much work I got to do because there's going to be three parts, maybe four, right? Yeah. Um. Shane started light. He starts with like, here's like 12 people, 12 events, 12 names you have to create custom uh, motion graphics for. But then the second part, it's like 18. And the third part is three times the, three times the length of the first two parts, and there are 67 titles. 67. You're going to watch this video, and if you're really keen and you watch the videos for a long time, you will notice toward the end, some titles don't show up because I misspelled them, and I just did not want to go back and redo them again. <laughs> well, you got to remember, I had to, like, slow roll you. So if I were to just to hit you with everything in the be in the beginning, you would be like overwhelmed and it would be terrible. So you feed you a little bit and then feed you a little more. And by the time you realize that you're eating a shit sandwich, you're already eating half of it. And it's like, you might as well finish the whole thing. So Dude. thank you for taking one for the team. So I got Luke, Luke Owen, uh, Bear, Drew Barrymore, um, Tom Hanks, Steve Martin, uh, Maria Tomei. Mel Gibson, Hope Alec Baldwin, Alec Rickman, Tim Allen, Bruce Willis, <laughs> a couple people that I can't <laughs> like, even These pronounce. guys were never in Galaxy Quest. What? Kevin Spacey. Well, yeah, what? But they're part of the story. Yeah. Kevin Spacey, um, uh, Robin Williams. Um, <laughs> okay, that's that's just the first folder, okay? <laughs> that's the first folder. Wait, wait, it gets better. Um, uh, Mike, Mike, uh... Marty McFly, what's his name? Michael Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. Okay. I came. I don't remember how these names. Um, the guy from Harold and Kumar is a part of this story. JJ Ab Abrams, Brent Spiner. Um, so many. I I'm gonna stop. <laughs> just go watch the I'm, video I'm video. starting to get PTSD. Shane, <laughs> Shane, he just kept he just kept going. It's like every time I thought I was close. To like, like so when you when you edit, there's a point where you get all the meat out of the way, and then you just have fun, right? Yeah. So like when you're editing, um, we tend to front load all the information and the meat, and then we do the speculation and the fun stuff at the end. As an editor, that's the fun part, the creative part, where I get to have fun with it and like play with transitions and like you know get it make almost like a pseudo trailer, right? There, this never it never fucking happened. It just it was. <laughs> Every minute, it was another name, another person, someone else was involved, dates. This guy was coming out with dates 
um times even i'm like you know what dude I, you know i'm on i'm on minute 30 of this and he's he's talking about march 1998 mel gibson I'm like you know what they're not getting titles they're lucky if what? they get images in that if i can find the right image there was a he was she was saying names where i'm googling do you know that there are people that you can google and have no information on this is crazy they are presidents of networks and there isn't a single picture of these people anywhere on the internet I had a hard time finding her too. It's I know you're talking wild. about. Yeah, it's wild, bro. Yeah, I had to find some like random weird interview from a long time ago. Well, why don't you go ahead and publish it? Because I'm seeing it done in the back here. It's a draft. Yeah. Okay. And let's like, listen. Do you feel better? Do you feel like you vented? I did. Yeah, I feel good. good about that. Good. Good. Yeah. Thanks for doing your job. Look at John Burns has a super chat. He says here. So what's the problem, at Brian? <laughs> Brian Witching. What? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's a good job. <laughs> There's people out there who have to clean shit for a living. You're doing great. I mean, that's that's true. I was, yeah. I've been, I've been awake since like Monday night. <laughs> that, that's not good for anybody. That's you know, it's funny is, uh, so I, I did like an EKG last week, and I'm like, um, it came back. It was sort of sketch, right? It was like. Not a hundred percent. It wasn't like consistent, like the multiple tests I took. So, just to make sure there's no like myocarditis or something like that, I'm gonna like just chill off caffeine. So I'm like, I'm gonna chill off caffeine. I literally said this to Shay. I'm like, mm. no, no cat. I'm gonna do like in the morning. I'm gonna do half decaf, half caffeine. But then the rest of the day, no Red Bulls, no Coke, nothing, bro. Like no caffeine. And and that way, when I do my AKG, if it's normal, I can know that it's just like. I, I don't sleep enough, I overwork myself, and I drink a ton of caffeine. Um, and then this guy right here, okay? <laughs> I think he's mad at me. Sends me, sends me possibly the hardest video I've ever had to make, and it has to be up tonight. Ha- and I'll tell you why. Can I tell him why? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. There's a, because the Star Trek trailer is coming out on Sunday. And yeah. we are we 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 already have we're it. committed we're committed like yeah. like that like the like the video for that's going out which means that if you don't release the video right now, I'm releasing right now then one of these videos are going to suffer that's the way YouTube works it's stupid right um so we have to get it out tonight have to period the end well we did it you did it good job man Super chat from John Burns. I can't type the name of a female dog you stream. <laughs> he said witch. That's why he said witch. Okay, I'm publishing it. Do it. It's out there. Hey, in the can world. you put the sponsor stuff in there, and uh, then I'll tell them what, what we're talking about today in the news? Sure. Let me let me see if I can find it. <laughs> I, I forgot to do that. So it's all good. Okay, guys. Uh, this is what we're talking. Well, first off, uh, no, yeah, that's right. We'll talk about it. Okay. <laughs> Do I look gay today? I do, don't I? What? It's the, what does that it's mean? It's the hair. You so you know what happened? About halfway through the edit, I got really frustrated and I like pulled on my hair, and the hair tie that was holding my hair back snapped. I can't find it anywhere. It's somewhere in this room, and I don't have the ability to get up and get another one right now. I think you look like Brad Pitt from Legends of the Fall. So oh, no. So that's, I'm sorry. That's what I was saying. So basically, I was like, I'm not doing caffeine. And this guy, he hands me this thing. And so, like, literally at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning on Tuesday night, I'm, like, at 7-Eleven 
buying five hour energies and cases of red bone <laughs> you're right back on it i had like i'm sorry man. 27 red bulls dude i don't even like you look at the <laughs> amount of con- caffeine it's not that much i feel like coffee has more caffeine but everyone thinks red bull is worse for you i'm telling you right now i think coffee's worse for you i think it's i think coffee's worse for you i it's it's hard to tell for sure but uh, you know what's funny is when you're off caffeine completely for i would say three days after day three you feel like a completely different person really like you feel like what's the best way you feel normal like can, i was can off you still taste time blood in your mouth? what's that can you still taste blood in your mouth sometimes i don't know what <laughs> i mean i'm just saying you wake up in the morning you're not tired you go throughout your day not wondering when you're gonna like need to pick me up and mm-hmm. it's just like you feel like just a normal person. You probably feel like you did when you were like, you know, 10 or 12 before you started drinking a bunch of caffeine. But that's that's an dark night. You're right. That's another thing. First off, the right kind of coffee is absolutely outstanding. It's like the best thing you can you can drink like when you're about to take that shower, you know, what I mean, and, like, and you're on the you're on the toilet. And you're like you're getting a little steamy. And you're you going to take your time, clean yourself good. And you want to sip your coffee. There's nothing better than coffee at that moment. Um. <laughs> All right, this is what we're talking about today. Uh, first, we are talking about the definitive history of Galaxy Quest. Because we just did. I guess we, we just did, so I think we've covered that one. Um, second thing, if you're already stressed out, I want you to sit down. But the Earth's core may have stopped. Oh, yeah. But it's okay. Nothing to worry about. <laughs> well, they they believe. We'll talk more about that. <laughs> we'll talk more about like, that. Like I look at when when you when you put that article in there, I looked at the link and I'm like, this has to be like giant freaking robot or something. This is ridiculous. No, it's, it's absolutely it's, not. It's CNN. Yeah, it's real. It's like it's a peer reviewed. <laughs> yeah, it's real, man. The core. It's like out of a movie. That's crazy. Um, call the power Barry. Get her on the phone. You know she's the only one to make this happen. By the way, you, you notice Why, how Halle Berry's in multiple disaster films. She was well, in. What did she in besides? She was in the. She was in the one where they had to restart the core. She was in the was one. Was she where, in that one? Yeah, she was in the one where they had to like. Oh, she was. Find out what was wrong with the moon. <laughs> Remember <That's>, Moonfall? <clears throat> wasn't the restart the core one? Uh, wasn't that 2012? No, 2012 was a separate movie. 2012 oh, was okay. was um. You know what's funny about 2012, that movie? There was yeah. no actual solution. It was just like, well, let's try to survive. I love that. That's I what I that. love about the damn movie. <clears throat> I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like the no solution movies. Oh, like, what's I the love point? Those. So, like, there's no villain. It's just like, you are completely at the will, you know, of, like, it's dumb. I don't, I don't like those movies. 2012 is my, like, you know, is, is like a movie I don't want to tell everybody I'm dating, but I, but I want to date it a lot. Like, I watch it frequently. David Nunez has a good point. If there were, if if the core stopped, then we would lose our magnetic field, and we would all be irradiated, irradiated immediately by the sun. That's a hundred percent true. So it doesn't. I don't think it completely stops. We'll go more into the story when it comes. Um, Super chat from John Burns. You are not. You're you're not doing drugs like Jack Black and Tropic. Dude, are you trying to make me think I'm doing drugs <laughs> with that? With that remember, Super chat. Do you remember that? That was fantastic, dude. That's Jack Jack Black. 
So I think Jack Black is actually underrated. Like there are people that love him to death, which is ridiculous. But a lot of people don't take him seriously because he sort of acts like the same guy every time. But yeah. he's but he's incredibly funny. You put him in the right role, and he is ridiculously funny. Oh yeah. Um. All right. Um. What else? Oh, hashtag free the quartering. So this is actually been important to us. Uh. Somebody was somebody said on Twitter like you guys jumping on the bandwagon. No, no. We were talking to. Jeremy from the quartering when we, when we, when we had like well, 3000 subs. So we'll let's talk, talk about it when we, when so we it's important. There. It is important to us and we want to talk about it. Um, cause he's a good dude. Steven Crowder versus the daily wire. We got most of the skinny on that now. So we're going to be able to rant together. Uh, the weekly Jerry, I mean, Terry, what the hell's wrong with my face? What the did weekly, you say the weekly Jerry? The weekly Terry! <laughs> that video has screwed up your brain. Yep. How Picard Season 3 morphed into Star Trek The Next Generation Reunion. Yeah, we said that like a year ago. Jonathan Frakes weighs in on Star Trek movies. Oh, that's going to be fun. Update on the Orville Season 4 for all you Orvillians out there waiting for a Season 4 renewal. It might not be what you want to hear. <laughs> Um, and I'm one of them. Is Xbox woke? I know a lot Ooh. about that too, by the way. That that stupid story. That's gonna be fun. And in the members section, of course, we keep the saltiest of topics behind uh in the in the members section so that we don't get punished by um our detractors. Turns out Ryan Johnson took the heat for something JJ Abrams did in Star Wars. By the way, also with this video, um Oh, it's live. I forgot. Also with this video, I found out that J.J. Abrams just steals ideas willy-nilly. Like, What's that? From which? Oh, from, from, from the video we did? It was like half, half, totally uh, half of Star Trek 2009 was just Galaxy Quest in a different package. Well, we that explains so many things. It really does. Right. We have two J.J. stories today, by the way. Awesome. Let's watch the first five minutes of the arc together and see if we like it. I'm not saying anything. I've seen it. No, you need to watch it. Okay. It's you know who it's made by, right? Dean Devlin. I know. Um which one which one do I have no faith in? Is it Dean Devlin or Roland no, Emmerich? No, it's Roland Emmerich, but cuz he made the, the 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 Hollow Moon movie which I like but hate the actors. Yeah. I well, actually no, I, I feel sorry for the main character Hollow Moon. I feel like he could be a leading man, but he never gets he never picks the right role. I think Roland Emmerich is actually the talented one. Dean Devlin is like, you know, because they're the partners who did Stargate originally. Right. And Dean Devlin went on to do like Geostorm and some really bad things. Geostorm is bad too, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's I, Dean Devlin. So. I don't even I don't even know if I think they just both lost their touch, bro. I don't know. And you know what's crazy? Imagine, imagine like my favorite, you guys see my poster up here. My favorite movie of all time is Stargate. Made by Two of what, in my opinion, are like the worst directors currently working in Hollywood. It's the weirdest thing. Um, Avatar just beat Infinity War. Wait, Infinity Water? War, right? War, yeah. Uh, you know, the Marvel movie. The one that, you know, was like the fifth best movie of all time. It says it says water on there, FYI. But well, yeah. Of course it does, because my brain was not working. I read about you. that too, and... God damn, can we stop with with, with Avatar? I, I, I've, I figured it out. I actually, while I was waiting for our stream today, I watched the original Avatar movie. Yeah? Yeah. That's how long it took. 
<laughs> so many hours. It's like nine hours. I watched the original Avatar movie. Jeez, man. Absolutely crazy. All right. Uh, oh, my God. Two Super Chats from John. Thanks, John. He worked with Elmo, Jack Black. Yes. No, I love Jack Black. You know what's funny? That my kid's favorite song is uh, is from Pick Up Destiny. It's a greatest song in the world tribute, I think it's called. And basically, the whole song is setting you up. Like, it's like, this is the greatest song in the world. No, no. It's like, it's a, they're, they're singing about a song that they forgot. So they're, the song is a tribute to a song, the greatest I love song. That in the, song. Yeah. It's genius. It's, just, it's brilliant. Yeah. Um, also, JJ, uh, why is my chat not working, bro? What's, what is it? There it goes. Uh, JJ and Steve Jobs and James Cameron's all steel. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing too. Like I'm, 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 everyone is like constantly slobbing on James Cameron's nether regions. Why? Well, well, okay. James Cameron is James Cameron is is a genius. I mean, really. I mean, we don't want to go into it right now. Let's talk about it when we get there. But okay, got to remember the guy now has like three of the top five movies of all time, I think. Um, just remember, uh, he told everyone how great Indiana Jones 4 was. <laughs> we didn't say he had good taste. Are we forgetting that? Movies. All right. He also uh, agreed with the change in Terminator and that Terminator should have been uh, a woman the whole time. Yeah. No, I didn't say his politics were good either. He has bad takes, bro. Maybe he's talented, but he has some bad hot takes. He's talented, bro. All right, guys. Uh, we don't judge people. We judge them on their talent, not on being idiots. I mean, I judge idiots sometimes. I mean, you can you, know, you can call them that, but you know, when we're talking about art, we have to judge. Oh, the yeah, that's true. That's true. Yes, yes, oh. John. Yes, you are right, John Burns. Disney you does control copyright laws. Yeah. Thank By you, the way, Jeff. it's twenty twenty three. Shane, it is Mickey Mouse public domain yet? He sure ain't. Why? The hell? Why the hell is Mickey Mouse not in the public domain? He'll never be public domain. 1927. You understand? He'll never be public domain. In 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 four years, it'll be. He's a hundred year old piece of artwork that will not leave the public domain. That will not join the public domain. Yeah, because they couldn't. You know, they never fathomed that businesses would be around that long. (laughs) That they would need to worry about it when they created the copyright law. I mean, I, I get it, but should Mickey Mouse really be public domain? I don't know. I mean, their business is still, you know. Yeah, but you, you things have to fall out of out of the the things have to fall into the public domain in order for artwork to continually be generated based on the previous generation's artwork. I mean, that's true. That's true. But I mean, I see both sides of it. So if you're Let's say we're the podcast and somehow we grow into this incredible empire of an organization. A hundred years from now, we're, we may not want our great, great grandchildren not to be able to, you know, own the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you something. If my great, great grandchildren can't figure out what to do with all the vast amounts of money I leave behind, then that's on them. <laughs> no, I'm Survival talking about the fittest, bud. I, I hope oh. that our little podcast cartoon in 40 years drops into the public domain. I hope it happens. I hope it happens and I hope someone cares. That means A, we're successful 
And B, now someone can use what we did to make something better. I mean, if it was just for artwork, that'd be one thing. But when it goes into public domain, that means they can do a lot of things with it. And that can be brand. There's there's arguments for why specifically Mickey Mouse is it's arguably a challenging thing to do. Now, Wilma, no problem from from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> she oh, was Velma? public domain. Yeah. Velma. Oh, is she public domain now? She's public domain. Yeah, we almost bought her, remember? Yeah, that's right. We did. We almost bought Velma. We almost bought Velma. We were going to do a line of clothing called uh, Jinkies. That's, yeah. that's, that's a good idea, but it's too expensive. It was until that stupid cartoon came out. That's All true. Right. Yeah. All right. Oh, super chat from John. Can I see Jason Hughes beat the crap out of Mickey? <laughs> uh, uh, that'd be great. All yeah, right. here's the deal. And that's the problem. I, I have no problem with a, li- a permanent lifetime trademark. But then you have to loosen up uh, the parody laws and allow people to create based on the previous generation then. Right now, you can't even like, like legally an artist will put something online to sell and the and the, the marketplace in which he's there, that person is selling will remove it because the, because the keyword, the tags mm-hmm. mention what that person was inspired by. Right. Yeah, that's tough. If that's <clears throat> not overreach i don't know what it is and of course the starving artists don't have the money to fight that i don't care if it's technically nope. legal they, they can't fight it they're not gonna fight against disney all right i'm on your side screw <clears throat> screw mickey yeah. come on give it yeah. up <laughs> um thank you dork knight for for retweeting our galaxy quest video <laughs> that's out or out there thank you or actually tweeting it thanks buddy we haven't even tweeted it so that's awesome thank you uh, John Burns, two our super chat. If Popcast is huge, my money's on Shane. Yeah, winning. yeah, that's I, right, baby. Yeah, I, I don't care. I don't care enough to fight this war. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fight it till I'm t- till I'm yeah. old and gray. Which yeah, I my, you know, you know, what? My, both my mm-hmm. my biggest strength, my big my biggest weakness are ready. Apathy. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. How how is apathy a strength? Well, because I cannot care about mm. about nonsense people try to throw my way to get me to care. I can okay. look at a tweet or a comment and just laugh at how silly that person is, right? Yeah. Um, but then the weakness is some things maybe I should care about, and I and I don't and I don't I don't care enough not to send a post out <laughs> before looking it over first to make sure it's not offensive or whatever, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. <sighs> All right. Let's jump into it, man. Let's go. Let's do this. All right. Here we go. I'm excited at 1.45 a.m. Let's go. It's wild, dude. All right. Got a coffee. We'll make it. So we're going to start off the night. We're going to talk about how the Earth's inner core may have stopped turning. And now it could go into reverse. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Is that something? Listen, that's. Can I ask you a question? Did you did you at one point in your life over the last fifteen years did you look at this this man and think that guy's a genius? Well, every documentary I watch, everyone has him. He's right? in every one, and then and then yeah. I learned that he's he's just like a like a massive grifter, and I'm like, oh, why do you think he's a grifter? Well, because he's on every. Doc, he's 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 a celebrity. He's like he's a paid scientist to go on there and and is Neil deGrasse Tyson a grifter? 
because he's in everything. You're right. And see, I don't know. I don't know that. So I want I I want to be, I want to put them in the same realm as this guy and the it was aliens guy. But he also oh. <laughs> you can't you can't put a, these are aliens guy in with this guy. Well, this well, I mean, guy's the, an actual scientist. The, the scientists that show up on every dock, right? Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, um, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson will actively change his mind about something, even if it means he's not going to get hired again by ancient aliens or whatever. I don't know about that. That's true. He's pretty. He's pretty <clears throat> stubborn. When that guy does interviews, he's he's actually downright kind of. Kind of rude sometimes <laughs> with people with his takes, but I don't know. I, uh, I, I, I've, I've, I've literally watched him in mid sentence or mid thought change his mind when new information was offered, and it yeah, may, well, maybe that was a rare thing that I saw. But you did, you saw something extraordinarily rare because okay. he he argues till his death. All right, um, well, then he's is, a grifter. Then he's a grifter too. Then. No, what? Okay, what, no, define good, grifter. Okay, look up, define look. grifter. First please. off, if you're a scientist, your yeah. opinions should not be locked in. I mean, with the, with what we know of the world, then yes, right? No, 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 no. Because the point of science is discovery, experimentation. Okay. Right, right. You you can get something that proves your initial hypothesis, and then get additional information that completely derails your entire hypothesis. And if you're not ready to change your opinion to well, continue, no, that's true. Yeah. No, so, you should be willing to change your opinion, but I'm saying these guys are the scientific experts. I guess they're the ones who this know guy about 10 it. years ago them. said that we were going to have cloaking technology by the year 2018 and war will never be the same. I mean, okay. He, he I mean, also said that anti-gravity we were working on that. That we, that anti gravity, it was re, was is really easy to work with, but but we don't have the elements needed to do it, which I think is ridiculous. That's true. Element one eighteen you need for get which out we don't of here. Have. Get out of here. But are we going to have this this discussion right well, now? Here's you the deal. The Look, you can't make definitive <laughs> statements like that and then completely <laughs> and, and then decide that without any information that you're going to okay. lockstep instantly. On Twitter and on Facebook and on every doc, that the the climate is changing because of this reason, this reason alone. And You're I, right. I, I believe, you can't do that. You can't do. I, I believe right. in climate change. Do. do I believe that we are the sole reason for it? I don't know. And that's the right answer. I don't know. But I don't know. I feel like you're confusing people with different things. So no, I'm not sure this guy. That. We're talking about this guy or me, Magashi Kakituki, whatever his and name is. And Neil deGrasse. And you brought up Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson says it's multiple things. He didn't, he doesn't blame, he's not hardcore one way, I don't think. No, no, no. This guy is the hardcore climate guy. But you brought up Neil, De, Neil deGrasse this guy Tyson. Is? You said you said Neil deGrasse Tyson was stuck was stubborn. He is stubborn when he's when people want to argue with him about things, but now these aren't other scientists arguing with him. It's granted people like you and I on YouTube okay, arguing so, with him. But so that's the question though. Like this guy I, is not uh I, I, I do not believe, I believe that the, what separates a grifter, right, or let's say a celebrity scientist and a real scientist is their ability to change their mind based on new information. All right. I think you just made that up, though, because oh, you got to understand, like, being a scientist and being a celebrity scientist doesn't mean you're not a scientist anymore. No. So if you're a celebrity scientist, just means you're on TV a lot. You still know the shit you learned. Is Bill Nye a scientist? 
yes, Bill Nye is a scientist, and I, you know, he's kind of an idiot, but he's not. He's not a scientist. He's a scientist. He has an honorary an honorary degree. He's actually only an engineer, right? His well, degree is literally honorary. He's an honorary scientist. Like he he was given his degree for free. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you're uh, no, his engineering degree, he has an engineering degree. No, his science, he has, his science, whatever, whatever his, his doctorate yeah, his, thing his is. Bill Nye, the science guy, honorable right, right. doctorate, they, yeah, right. But he's he's an engineer. Well, all these guys are either physicists or astrophysicists. Anyways, this guy knows his stuff. My point is, and I can't believe we got off on this weird tangent, but you need to you need to go back and like look at your whole grifter science. Thing, I'm mad okay? at this guy because I was promised anti grab technology cloaking. Embeddable computers. I was promised things. These hey, those things, have things not can all still happen. He's not. Listen, he can't make it happen. He's not the guy out there making it happen. He's predicting it based on what we've been researching. And guess what? We research all those things. We have people. The the military is working on that. There actually is science that makes us invisible on the battlefield. Did you know that? Yeah. Did you know that there is cloaking technology out there? There is. All right. All is right. it is it Star Trek? No. But you need to you need to get a grip, okay? Here we go. I'm just Come saying on. he's prim- he's made a lot of promises. He's not doing it. He's on a TV show saying what's possible. Okay, I'm not going to argue with about it. Right. <laughs> I like this guy. This guy <sighs> speaks in common sense and he explains things very simply. Now, what did he say about the core of our Earth? All right, I'll tell you. He says the rotation of Earth's inner core may have may have paused, and it can even go into reverse. New research suggests. The Earth is formed of the crust, the mantle, and the inner and outer cores. The solid inner core is situated about 3,200 miles below the Earth's crust and is separated from the anti uh, from the semi-solid mantle by a liquid outer core, which allows the inner core to rotate at a different speed from the rotation of Earth itself. <clears throat> With a radius of almost 2,200 miles, Earth's core is about the size of Mars. It consists mostly of iron, nickel, and contains about one-third of Earth's mass, which would make Wait, sense. Did, did, did it say that our core is the size of Mars? That's what, that's what it says, yeah. Wow. I did not believe that's true. I don't think that's true. I did not think so, but that sounds weird. Um, research, so, you know, go, ahead, go ahead. Well, just to put it in layman's terms really quick, because this is like kind of like sitting in science class right now. Okay. Um, so the core, right, is the thing that – that basically keeps our planet alive. It's when you have an active core, you have lots of earthquakes, you've got volcanic activity and you have continental drift. You, everybody's aware, hopefully that our, our continents have been drifting over millions and millions of yeah, years. They always drift. Pangea. They're drifting right. right now. So when the core is not moving, then they, they don't know how that affects continental drift. Right. So that's one of the things now they think there's a 70 year cycle. This is what they're figuring out. They've been tracking, earthquakes since the 1960s and basically they've noticed this pattern with the earthquakes that show that the core is probably slowing and if not going in reverse now they used to believe that when the core started going in reverse that's when we would get a pole shift now what's really interesting is is if you've noticed our pole our magnetic pole has been moving like freaking crazy right right the last 10 years or so so that may have something to do with so should you be worried? Are we going to, is the earth going to stop moving and we're all going to start floating or something? No, you shouldn't be worried, but I'll tell you what, you, your great, great grandkids should be worried. Luckily, we'll be dead. Well, <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, but, but by that? the time the, the cores, based on, on, based on everything I've read 
from these very okay. smart individuals. Um, when the cores do finally create their ultimate shift and they reverse, or not the cores, sorry, the poles, um, and we go through like this extreme either heat or cold stage, and there's like all kinds of little problems are going to pop, pop up. It's going to really damage the earth. It's not going to destroy the planet though, but there is a lot of people are going to, are going to perish from a pole. No, they, they don't really know. So don't say that. <laughs> I've read lots of books on this. So I read, I read that well, a, pole, a pole shifts and you can literally lose. We get parts of the planet can temporarily lose its, uh, uh, protection from the sun. Uh, okay. They said that's a possibility. But um, they don't know for sure. That's just a theory. But what what really is going to happen when they do a pole shift is uh, they don't really know exactly what's going to happen. But it does happen very frequently on our planet. And humans have been around for now. We're finding you know probably millions of years. So we'll probably be okay. But what they're saying is, is about every 70 years, they think that there is a pattern here where every 70 years, the core basically slows down almost to a stop and then starts going the other direction. They don't know why. So essentially what they're saying is there's nothing to be worried about likely, um, but they're still, they still don't know. You know, we know less about our Earth's core than we do about other planets in our solar system because yeah, I mean, we just yeah. can't get down there. Yeah, getting there is like impossible, yeah. So it's very interesting. Um, you know, hopefully more information will come out on it. But when I saw the, t the headline, I'm like, because this is the stuff of movies, right? We've seen movies where, oh, my God, the core is is not moving anymore. The The earth is going to die. Mm. Right. And we've had to go down into the core and, and like reignite it. What's the solution every time? Nuke the core. <laughs> <laughs> Nuke. Everything is the answer. It, 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 the answer for everything in these movies is we have to nuke it. <laughs> right. Is it aliens? Nuke it. Is there earth moon hollow? Nuke it. Is the core stopped? Nuke it. <laughs> What about this giant avalanche? Nuke it. I'm like, okay, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we got. So uh, probably everything is just going to be fine. They just learned this. You know, it's just a study. So, you know, it's not associated with climate change or nothing else. It's, it's uh, if it is coming to a stop and reversing, that could be the whole thing with the pole shift. So yeah. very interesting. We Stay got a tuned. $50 super chat from Kenneth. What? No message. Wow. Just a casual $50 super chat. Doesn't it doesn't even want to put a message in there. That's that, a mic drop. That is how that. absolutely manly this man is. He, he didn't even put a message. He's like 50 bucks. <laughs> 50 bucks, you peasants. <laughs> Thank you, Ken. Thank you for the super Thank chat. You, I really Ken. appreciate that. Thank you, my friend. Ken, Ken's been with us for a really long time. Yeah, we Ken's really been here you. since AGT, baby. Uh, another another doctor, John Burns, was Doctor Phil McGraw a scientist? Is Doctor Phil a scientist? No, I think he's I think he's a a, a, ther uh, a psychiatrist or a psychologist. Mm. Yeah, he was he was Oprah's like psychologist. That's <laughs> how we got a show. Imagine being Oprah's psychologist and and <laughs> and, and not needing a psychologist yourself. That's how she got a show. Uh, no, I love it. John Burns. Yay for death before catastrophe. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna die before everything goes goes to shit. We're good. We're okay. You're, we're good. Everyone listening to this right now will be dead by the time anything bad happens. That's true. I mean, it's kind of a harsh way of looking at it, but this is why I'm apathetic, bro. I'm oh, this saying, is why. Here's this the deal. Is the reason. You guys ever hear of something called the Sarandi prayer? It's brilliant, right? Even even if you're not religious. Okay, let's say you're not religious. And you don't believe in in anything religious. That, that's fine. But I want you to. Listen to the words of this. 
Right. This is a great way to live your life. <clears throat> and just take if, if you don't believe in God, take you know, don't don't listen to don't do the God part. But go grant me the serenity to, to the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know, to know the difference. When you figure out if you are able to do anything, then like if you can't do something about something, then stop stressing. Mm, that's fair. That's actually really good advice, but it's harder for people to do than, than that. That is, it's hard to turn it off, you know, because that's, you know, that's not the way we were built. <laughs> he called you Matt. That's funny. Uh, oh, no, that yeah. was evil Shane. Oh, evil Shane. John Murray said, Brian's too tired after, after whining all day. I mean, work. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I've been working for like two days, three days straight. That's all right. That's right. I'm not whining. I'm not whining. I just when you, no, when, you, whining, when you work hard, you're yeah. allowed to complain. That's the way. I, that's the way I was raised. Is it really? And, is that and Daddy always gets the big piece of chicken. Well, and and also you throw the baby out with the bath water. Have you heard that one before? That's the wrong. No, you don't throw the baby. No, you, you got, throw the baby no, out. No, with you the got bath that water. backwards. You don't no. want to throw the baby out with the bath water. Right, but you know where that came from, right? Yeah. Well, back in like the. Medieval, not medieval, like the Black Death times, they would throw. No, the, like a hundred years ago, even like yeah, they they, they would throw their west. the water in the street, like there was no sewage, and they right. had, they had to make sure their baby wasn't in the bath before they tossed the water. Do you know why? Why? Because check this out. There was one tub of bath water that they would fill up that was warm. Right. Guess who took the bath first? The baby. Dad did. Oh, dad. Because he worked hard all day. So the dirtiest dude there. Right. And then each person, the mom, then the kids, and the last person to take the bath was the baby. Well, that doesn't make any sense. So you throw the baby out with the bath water. Don't throw the baby out with the bath So water. this is why, look, look, uh, time travelers, this is why you guys got the Black Death. You got to think smarter, not harder. Jeez. <clears throat> uh, so we got a hatless podcast, boys. Yeah, I don't even know where my hat is, bro. Right. Like, I legit don't know where I was looking for it. I don't know where it's at. I got mine. It's it's next to you. Oh, you got your Terry Trek oh, one. Oh, it's Terry Trek. I don't know where the podcast one is. I'm gonna find that. We'll get uh, when we get to the, when we get to Terry Trek. We'll uh, another John Burns. Terry. I prefer the man's prayer. I'm a man, but I can change if I have to. I guess. <laughs> I'm a man, but I can change if I have to. <clears throat> Hashtag red green. I always tell my wife that I'm like, she's like, oh, so what are we gonna do about this? I'm like, I don't know. And she's like, well, if you don't know, who knows? I'm like. I don't know. If I don't know, I don't know who knows. <laughs> I don't so, know. We're screwed. We're just going to like see how it plays out. Mm. Adju- adjust, adjust when it happens. Like, like things happen that like you have zero control over and I don't know who to call. Like I can research, but like when in, in this day and age, when the, where algorithms and AIs control 99% of what you do, what every phone call you make, every email you send, every text you receive, is being modified and controlled by a computer. No conspiracy theorists here, but dude, try to call your insurance provider one day. See if you actually talk. Maybe you talk to a person. Is it the right person? Can you dude, even get a hold of the right person? Listen, I've been ever since uh, I told you that thing about Amazon and the fact that uh, you know they're they're working for the computer basically. Yeah. The, the news just came out like that about the chat bot. Yeah. Chat, the AI chat, that they're saying, don't put the information in the, because it's basically like figuring shit out. 
And there's a bunch of this AI stuff coming out right now where people are like, it's taking over certain things. Listen, this is not conspiracy theory. I think in the next five years, we're going to have a little bit of an AI problem, you know, with things. So um, I've been playing with mid journey and it's not there yet. That's the AI that makes art, right? It's not there yet. There's, there's lots of problems with it and you got to work really, it's crazy. Can you see some of these things out there online? And you're like, that looks really beautiful. But it took the guy like six or seven days of prompts and adjustments to get that point. At what point could you have made that yourself? <laughs> yeah, that's you know? true. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, uh, it's not there yet, but it's getting to the point where I can literally, and I, I said this last last week I'm, I'm at, on the stream, I'm at, I can, I, I told the, I told Mid Journey, I said, I want to see Olivia Munn as Miranda from Mass Effect, Unreal Engine, photorealistic, AR, three, three, uh, 3 over 2. I gave it all the parameters. Hit enter. But an hour later, it comes back, and it's literally Olivia Munn in, like, Miranda from Mass Effect cosplay. I'm like... I mean, that's what you told it, yeah? Here's, here's the deal. I, it, was, it was so hyper-realistic that I was then Googling to see if maybe she dressed up in Miranda cosplay. No. The computer created an image of a person, of a, a living human being, in a position, in a pose, and in clothes that they never wore. That's what's coming. Yeah. If that's that, not terrifying. Like, check yourself, dude. That's they terrifying. had AIs passing, like, coding tests, like, to get jobs. Like, like the AI is going in and like passing tests for universities and things like that to get degrees. Yeah, but can for, it pass the Turing test? That's the question. No, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, to Orville, be honest, I know people that can't pass the Turing test, so. Yeah. Orville Nation Super Chat, $5. Thank you so much, Orville Nation. PJ, good to see you. My new conspiracy theory, guys, the Orville has been renewed, but they won't tell us. hey that's our that's our our hope and dream but uh unfortunately today we've probably got some not so great news on that front for you yeah um yeah there's actually a lot a lot to unpack there yeah i want to i'm i I will not be afraid of ai until they until a single ai can beat the are you a human test from 1951 I mean, I'm afraid of AI right now because right now it's keeping me from doing something for my business. Right. And that, and, you know, that's, and, that, and that's such BS right that, there. That scares me because when you call a company and they say, uh, sorry, we don't know why the computer is doing this. And like that's Amazon, that's YouTube, that's Twitter, anything dealing with an algorithm. And they're telling you, well, yeah, we don't know. Well, somebody go push the big red button so that it's over. And they're like, oh, well, we can't. You know, it's like, what the hell, right? Dude, do me a favor in your ninja panel. Can you adjust your quality uh, up your up your quality for me? Oh, I don't know how to do that. Your your KBBS. Yeah, um, there is there is some potentially bad news about the Orville guys. Or I wouldn't say bad news, but definitely not. Yeah, it's not bad news, but it's just not great, not good news either. I mean. If if you if you add if you if you go, if you look at and we're gonna talk about if you look at that news and what we know and the people we and who people we've spoken to it feels like just bad news. That's true. 
Well, I don't know where to find the thing you're talking about, so. Oh, all right. Well, I'm sure it'll work itself out. Okay, right. are we ready to do something else yeah, here? Yeah, let's talk about the quartering, brother. It's not bad Orville news. It's it's kind of non-Orville news, but the fact that they said it, it makes it kind of bad news. We'll, we'll get to it here soon. <laughs> Matt's video is really bad, Joseph Wet. Everyone's calling him Matt. <laughs> well, because you put my name as Matt and you left it there. <laughs> Oh, that's that's why they're doing this. You care about me so much that maybe he wants Matt on the show. Hey, Matt, all right, I know you. I actually just forgot. I forgot that was there. Let me <laughs> let me fix that. Real it's quick. okay. I'm a, I'm an over. I'm on. I'm gone for a week and a half, guys. He's already trying to replace me. What's going no, on? No, I'm not trying to replace you. It's all right. There you go. I fixed it. That's why I was wondering why are you guys <laughs> calling me Matt. By Matt, I mean Shane. All of a sudden, your quick camera call is better. The second I put the name in there. <laughs> That's what it did. It was pissed, dude. All right. Oh, my camera looks terrible. It's awful. Camera looks better now. It's good now. All right, dude. Uh, let's talk about the quartering. All right. I got some information on this. You want to start it off? What do you want to do? Yeah, I mean, I'll just break it down. So if you guys have, I don't know if you guys watched the quartering. The quartering is, um, is uh, it's kind of funny. It's like, you know, our communities are kind of near each other because of the people that we hang out with in a way. So kind of when we all got started, everybody was kind of branching off of different types of creators. And so we ended up in kind of this gaming Star Trek sci-fi area and the quartering is kind of loosely connected to that. He's more now these days, a, you know, headline guy leaning to the right kind of guy, conservative, I guess ish person i don't know i wouldn't but, even call him conservative i would just call him like what's the word like he's definitely on the right side of viewpoints yeah i mean i, I feel i feel like he looks at something and he goes does that affect me oh it does okay no thank you i yeah. think he's more of a libertarian than a conservative yeah i guess it's really hard to like categorize i don't want to like categorize anybody i don't want to say like nerd erotic is this the quartering is this tim cast is this you know, I don't want to say those things because they're, you know, Tim, Ka- Tim, Tim Poole was actually a, a liberal, a left liberal, I remember um, those days. you know, and uh, but it seems like everybody's swimming in the same pond. And for whatever reason, it feels like our two things touch. So anyways, long story short, when we were um, first getting into the position where we had advertisers and we, you know, when you're a YouTuber, you don't really know what to do. Like nobody tells you right. Like how you should handle things. And so what ends up happening is, is you get taken advantage of by businesses. They come in, they don't want to pay you very much for like ads and things like that. So we just really didn't know who to talk to about it. Nobody in our community uh, was dealing with advertisers. So we like randomly sent an email to Jeremy over the quartering. Well, wait, can I just add to that? We had sent that email to a lot of people. Jeremy was one of them trying to get some kind of insight. Right. He was that's just true. the only person that answered us. Well, and that's the whole point is like he was big enough where he didn't need to answer us. No, there was absolutely no. He didn't know us. He's doesn't you know, we're not really associated with each other, but he sent back like a lot of help on how to like, yeah, you know, work with these advertisers. He spent time, he spent time to tell like like at the time we were piddly YouTubers. Um, he went, he went out of his way to give us a lot of information, no charge. And just like, good luck guys. We show yeah. the best. Like I'm, I was, I was blown away, honestly. Well, yeah. And, and plus, you know, um, it, we were getting majorly taken advantage of until he 
gave us some advice. And so really cool. So when we find out that he's being taken off of Twitter for something ridiculous. Oh, um, so ridiculous, you know, and and so that's why we're supporting supporting the quartering. And uh, and really, honestly, if you believe in like free speech and if you believe that um, that people should follow the rules, (laughs) then you should you should also be upset about this. So yeah. go ahead and break it down, right? Yeah. So first off, no one should be above the rules associated, applied, published on a platform. If you are going to be a part of a platform and they have rules, those rules should not be changing at will to affect people that they like or dislike. Those rules, those goalposts should remain firmly in place so that everyone can know how to exist safely on a platform the fact that those rules can change at a whim to determine someone's ability to stay on a platform based on if they like that person or not is just insane so so can you break down what happened that's a really good passionate plea but can you like give the facts of like what happened so eliza blue um or eliza knows or eliza cuts because she has had many names um she is a right-wing I'm, I'm, I'm going to say right wing. I don't believe she's right wing. Um, I believe that she's a grifter, <clears throat> but she's a right wing person who um, is campaigning against human trafficking. And right there, just those words are like, I mean, can't be that bad, right? Right. She doesn't want human trafficking. So she goes on these shows like Tim Cast, like Daily Wire, a lot of shows. She's on all these shows. They're very friendly with her, and she talks about her struggles. And they they low ball, they low they they you know lob real easy uh, pitches over the mound for her <clears throat> because she's pretty, and she's dealing with something that is um, sensitive, sensitive. And honestly, everyone agrees human trafficking is bad. Okay? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um. So she made a video for a world. <laughs> World Star Hip Hop. If you don't know World Star Hip Hop, it is good for you. I don't. Okay. Well, I don't. you don't. I, I, no, I have no idea. I don't want to corrupt your mind. But what it is, I didn't know who Eliza Blue was until this happened. World Just Star. Basically, it's a bunch of hip, bunch of hip hop videos, and it's you know it's a very rap culture. And okay. World Star is like a almost like a YouTube site. They have a lot of music videos and stuff like that. So on YouTube, there's a there's a rap video. And made by a guy, I think his name was Q-Tip. Yes, I heard. I saw that. I, that stuck with me because Q-Tip is a really creative way to name yourself. All right. So Eliza Blue, Eliza Knows, Eliza Cuts, who at one point had to be escorted away from uh, from stalking the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. They were dating. <clears throat> right. She thinks that. Wow, maybe it's not what he said. Anyways, (laughs) she opened a con. She went into a contract. So what she did is, she posts a bunch of naughty photos, suggestive photo photos on Instagram and on Twitter and on various social media for a long time, and then she got a job. Someone offered her a bunch of money to be in a world star hip hop rap video produced by Q Tip. Um, a rap video that has now been up for years, 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 not just on YouTube, but on many platforms. There's many mirrors of it. 
It is a very public video. Um, she doesn't want you to know that because back then she wasn't a conservative grifter. Back then she was a model, right? She yeah. she didn't make her her money on donations. She made her money on 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 her looks. <clears throat> yeah, Mama's trying to make a dollar. We get it, right? Again, yeah. first off, in no way am no I judging her naughty photos yeah. or or her you know or her or her or booty dancing on a video. Yeah, you go, girl. Do whatever you want to do. Okay. Yeah, you do your thing. Come on, shake it. I have no problem with that. In fact, I encourage it. <laughs> Please, we need more of this in the world. I actively encourage it. But <clears throat> she doesn't like that video out there. Brittany Ventney, who's this YouTuber I had not heard of before. Apparently, she's also um like a, a sort of a, a sort of a sort of naughty model, I guess, but she's also on TikTok. <laughs> Sort of, I don't know. Anyways, she was basically throwing shade at this Eliza Blue person. Now, I've been aware of Eliza Blue for a long time because her statements about human trafficking make zero sense. It's like you're talking to someone who doesn't know what human, what the word trafficking means. I find that all the time these days. I mean, it's bad, bro. So, I was already aware of this person. But then when I found out that she, her followers, then her, managed to use her connections to Twitter and people that work at Twitter because she's very good friends with the safety and review people at Twitter to get... Yeah, the VP, yeah. To get, yeah, to get, <clears throat> to get Brittany Ventney, uh, Brittany Ventney, whatever her name is, let's just call her Brittany, removed for posting a link to a public video that she was paid to be in and that has been up on the internet for years. Right. The quartering was like, hold, because, and this is, this, is what, this is what I love about Jeremy. Here's the deal. I don't think Jeremy likes Brittany Ventney. I don't think he knows Brittany Ventney. I don't think he cares very much about Brittany Ventney. But he cares about Brittany Ventney, Brittany, Brittany being abused. Right. On these social media platforms. So she went out of his way. This guy really does talk with his, talk with his, um, with, with his soul. Like when he says, "I believe in this," and he he will put it out there. He the 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 he didn't re- retract the bigger he got. Jeremy, the bigger he got, the more he went all in, all in. on yeah. other creators being able to express themselves. That is, <clears throat> I have a lot of respect. He's for using that. his power for good. So he was like, you know what? Let's see if Elon, who who he has actually spoken to and can DM, let's see if Elon Elon's gonna ban me. Let's see. I'm a much bigger creator. I have a direct line to Elon. I'm going to post the same video that everyone in on the internet, on the world can watch, ha- can yes. watch and have access to. It's not, yes. e- look, it's not even age gated. You can go and watch that video right without now. an account. Yes. It doesn't even ask you to make sure you're 18. My kids can watch that video. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I have a problem with that. I have a dude. If you're an adult, do whatever you want, but I, I do not want my kids to be able to see whatever they want. Anyways, so he posts the video. Boom, suspended. Well, they, they well, to, yeah. To be fair, they just wanted him to remove the post. Okay. So they That's they true. suspended him so that and said, "Listen, remove the post, and you can go back on." Right. And he said, "I'm not going to remove the post." Right. And you know what? He shouldn't. 
He absolutely shouldn't because here's what we really learned. So go to find out. And this is, this is all actually quartering did some investigating on it. Jeremy did some stuff and he found that the VP of, of uh, safety, right? You two or Twitter safety. Yeah. Eliza Blue's best buddy. They're friends. I guess the person that that lady, the VP, only has like 285 people she follows on all of Twitter. Right. And, and Eliza well, Blue's one of them. Yeah, yeah. 90% of them are Twitter employees. And then a right. bunch of celebrities and Eliza Blue. <laughs> and then you're right. So it's like, oh, that's weird. Right. Right. And so all of a sudden, so when they they tried to, you know, appeal, she came back with with these comments saying basically, like, well, you know, that person was offended by that picture. Um, by that link, they don't, you know, so that's harassment. No, it's not. She called it sexual harassment. It's not what it is. It's, it's not. And here's the thing. I'm sorry. This is an adult with children who is the vice president of a department at Twitter and doesn't know. And you're going to tell me she doesn't understand what the word harassment means. No, she does. But here's the problem. The problem is she needs an argument, right? So she, she picked a fight with the wrong person, the wrong people. Okay. And who didn't, who, who, who she didn't know we're going to call her out on it. Right. So here's the thing. This is the same problem Twitter has always had. It's the reason why even before Elon bought it, this is why we had a big problem with Twitter because they're worried about how people feel and they're reacting to people's complaints based on how something makes them feel. But only the people Persons, that they like. How and only oh, people oh, they like, right? I now. like this person and agree with their politics and now they yeah. feel badly. I will now adjust my entire policy and my way of doing business to adjust to to accommodate them. Right. And if you simply follow the law, now Twitter can make up its own rules if it wants to. And that's that's another problem that we have, but they have to apply them across the board. OK, but the law says that if something is public information, or if, if it's made available public to the public, then that in, that information is not um, can't be suppressed. OK, so now Brittany or whatever her name is, what is her name? Oh, blue uh, Eliza, Eliza blue, blue. no she can go cuts she can go back to q-tip and say <laughs> hey i want that video brought down i don't i think it's it's offensive to me even though you paid me a whole bunch of money for it and i i and i have tons of interviews where i say uh uh i'm so glad that i did that video yeah yeah there's tons of right? videos where she is actively promoting that yes, video that video so, so here's the problem. So she could go back and have it removed. And then, and then if it gets removed, then nobody else could put it up. That's true. But here's the problem. If Twitter does this for her, that means every time a picture gets submitted that they could, that we should be, if somebody submits a picture and ats me, I should be able to go to Twitter. You know, let's say it's a picture of, of a football. Oh, this, this, this offends me. Offends me. Yeah. They need to take down that picture of the football. Honestly, soccer balls offend me. Okay. Yeah. Get them off my so, feet. At what point does you have to have some ground rules? I don't like kale. If I see kale chips on my feet, I'm reporting you. Right. And right. And the ground rules should be what the, what the public laws already are. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's, there's things against slander. There's things against libel. There's, you know, they need to just follow the rules. So, Right now, the quartering is still banned, <clears throat> and uh, so if you're on if you're on Twitter, um, please support him by doing hashtag free the quartering, um, and and that thing actually was trending, and um, we need to let him know because this is a slippery slope. I mean, this is we're talking about you know we're talking about First Amendment rights here. Yeah, and here here 
we can um let's do this real quick um i i want you to see for yourself how delusional this person is that has power over people and this is this and this can't this should not be allowed um this person when when they were i was trafficked on twitter oh my god oh god her voice buzz when she was confronted about reporting quartering and and getting them suspended and Brittany, she basically said, I was trafficked into that video. I never wanted to do that video. That's against my will. And and I'm, this is all I'm going to say about it. It's going to go down. So I, I love how she can just decide that she's going to completely now ghost the topic and this is going to happen. That's, that is someone with power. Now, listen, I'm going to show you this. This is a, a clip that she did. She did a podcast with someone. And this person did ask her a question that triggered an, an, the most insane response I have seen. And if you do not believe that Eliza Blue slash Eliza would a cut slash Eliza no, if you do not believe that she is a massive grifter, this should probably clear it up for you. Um, I was trafficked on Twitter as well. So, so she just said, I was trafficked on Twitter as well. She is saying that she is a victim of human trafficking on Twitter. Okay. I, I guess I'm not understanding what traffic. I thought trafficking is when you kidnap someone and you make them do things against their will. Isn't yes. that what trafficking is? That's human trafficking is. Uh, so then what the hell is she talking about? I'll let her explain. So oh. there's been three profiles to my knowledge. So there's been three profiles to her knowledge. That my former abusers made to that her former abusers made traffic me on Twitter to traffic her on Twitter and on Instagram. She's going to get to that. I didn't realize. Cause I kind of just signed up for Twitter and I didn't realize. Cause I just signed up for Twitter. Uh, late 2019. So it was like the one of the last few days of 2019. I signed up for Twitter. What, what does that mean that they trafficked you on Twitter? How can some- so this guy just asked, he just asked good, good, God, good, good question. What does that mean? That they trafficked you on Twitter. Please explain yourself, Eliza. Okay, so she does. Someone traffic you if they're not in contact with you. Yeah, so the way that that was working, I didn't know about the about the profiles existing because I wasn't on Twitter and I wasn't looking for them. Uh, the way that my former abusers... Were- she wasn't aware of her human trafficking. I'm so lost right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain it to you. We're doing it. I, I it still am. <laughs> going back to my Instagram. Okay. The Twitter now accounts were linking Instagram. back to my Instagram and they were trafficking. I'm going to TLDR this because her voice makes me want to physically punch things in the face. <clears throat> Ready? What she says in this four minutes and this guy's face right now. Look at his face right now. Please look at this man's face. I, yeah, I see it. That face, that is his face the whole time. He's like, What? What she says was that she signed up for Instagram. She put a bunch of naughty photos on Instagram to help her modeling career, right? Okay. Um, naughty, like not nudity, but sexy. Right, sexy. And then people took her photos off of Instagram and made accounts on other social media accounts acting like her to then lure men into giving money for a cam site or a porn site or something. All right, Liza, um, what you are describing, my friend, is catfishing. I mean, or maybe identity theft. Or identity, it's a, it, at the lowest form of identity theft. Mm. You're taking public pictures that someone put up publicly on Instagram. Right. And you're using that 
to uh, in ads or whatever to get people to go to porn sites. Here's the deal. If that is trafficking, then Shane, you and I have been trafficked for like eight <laughs> years straight. Well, it's not trafficking. I, th- I'm tired. Th- there of are multiple podcasts. There are multiple podcasts on YouTube, multiple podcasts on, on Twitter. There are podcasts <clears throat> selling our podcast designs in China. Are we being trafficked in China right now? Well, no, we're not. And that's a dumb word. And she needs to stop. Well, it's because it's what she's talking about, I guess. And she, she, I don't know. Emotional trafficking is, is becoming a thing now. No, but here's, so, the, here's so the problem. Physical trafficking, and now she feels emotionally trafficked. This is the worst part about this, though, is her entire thing. Her entire thing. When she goes on Tim Pool, when she goes on Ben Shapiro, her entire thing is raising money for human trafficking. <laughs> well, I mean, if she's doing that, that's good. She doesn't know what it is. But if she's... Do- <laughs> I mean, maybe she knows what it is, but she's just umbrellaing. She's putting things under the umbrella. She's it's now become this like keyword for her. I don't know. But the whole point is it isn't even really about this girl. It really has nothing to do with her. It has everything to do with Twitter and Twitter's policy. Yeah, and but it has she had the with, ability to use her connections to remove because to, of Twitter. To remove someone's privileges. Because they of followed Twitter. Rules. Right. Because of Twitter. Twitter's policy. Yeah. Who cares if they're friends with that woman, the VP of Twitter? She's the problem. She's the one who said, okay, Eliza, yeah, I'll do it. Right. That's the problem. Yeah. That that is that that yeah, the root problem here is the that the idiocy of her is not really the problem. Well, the yeah, problem the, is the root problem is that. There's a person that has that is getting special treatment and removing other people's privileges and freedoms with that special treatment. Hundred percent. Yes. In this case, this person happens to be an idiot, so it makes right. it, makes it makes it harder makes it harder to deal with and more obvious. Well, I would argue that anybody who's trying to get other people off of off of platforms. Um, for personal powerful reasons are are probably idiots as well so in yeah. all fairness no orville this is not a joke man go check it out she there's yeah. four, four minutes of her saying basically that she was human trafficked because someone took naughty pictures from her instagram account and made catfish accounts to sell ads or whatever and the no, crazy thing about had- that if if, <clears throat> if if she believed that and she's just she's just dumb but it's worse that she goes on to she goes in front of conservative media, you know, all preed up and conservative talking heads, and she raises money for something that she doesn't even understand. She doesn't. I want to know. I want the receipts, Eliza. I want. I mean, I don't sure. care about none of that. I don't care about none of that. I, I know. Not, I care more I'm about not a right wing guy that gives a shit about none of that. Stuff. No, I don't care about the right wing people. You know. I yeah, care I don't more. Care. I care more that no one's calling her to the mat on this. I mean, they are now. Well, I, everybody is now. All right. Well, who, so who, if you go through Twitter, uh, people are are dragging her. And in fact, she spent. What about Tim? What about Tim Pool? I don't know. I didn't watch it. Did he say anything about Tim this? Tim Pool said nothing about. This. I don't know. I mean, if he doesn't, then shame on him. Um, but I will say this: she spent about a full day tweeting like over and over and over again to try to bury this story 
try to bury these tweets. She just yeah. started tweeting all kinds of stuff out because she realized that she got caught. So, and honestly, the, the Twitter right. needs to, the core problem it. is that twi- Twitter has this, has this uh, ability to change their rules on a whim. That's the problem. That's the core problem. They don't have, that's right. They don't have solid rules across the board for everybody. And, and people thought that Elon, when he came on board was going to make sure this happened. And now, um, you know, he's done some interesting good things, but if these things are still happening, then it's not, it's not right. It's not right. And if, yeah. if they were doing it now, here's the thing <clears throat> that girl, Brittany did that to semi attack Eliza blue. Well, she was Twitter. attacking. She was, yeah, but she was attacking Eliza blues. Right. Um, uh, her, what she was, Eliza Blue says one thing and does another. She was not attacking her because she hates her. She was attacking her because she believes that her cause that she's raising money from, from concerned people, it's not about right wing or right, right wing or left wing. You go and you get money from people to help human trafficking. We want to know where that money's going. Well, that, that's a good point. So if that's what she's doing, then that's one thing. But if you're trying to throw somebody's past in their face, I, I'm not exactly sure that's a good thing either. Yeah, I got all kinds of accounts out there. You guys can find me in all kinds of uh, states of undress. You know, I had to pay the bills somehow. I'm just saying, you know, I think it was BS when people went and threw James Gunn's past in his face. I don't like people's past being thrown in their face. So, I mean, if it was, if if she was doing it to be mean um, and was unprovoked, then that's one thing. And that's not cool. Now, granted, she should still have the right to do it, but I don't agree with it. Yeah. So, you know, um, you know, treat others the way you want to be treated. How about that? You know, but still Twitter, pull your head out of your ass. I mean, for real, this is you, you can't. I mean, at what point now you cannot you cannot be inconsistent. You cannot be a hypocrite. Twitter is a big hypocrite right now. Well, you know, yeah. So I, I also read that Elon Musk might literally just not be working right now. Because he was, he had he had three separate court dates in one week, public yeah. court dates this week. I mean, the guy's doing a ton of businesses. I don't even know how he can possibly run Twitter. Anyways, he's doing. He's got Tesla. He's going to the, going to Mars. He's got SpaceX. He's got Starlink. He's got Twitter. I mean, he's only one guy. So oh, I, I got don't to know. Actually, check out Starlink. Um, Starlink is is definitely. Uh, it's not 100% yet, but it's definitely a a technology that is worth it if you do not have easy access to internet because um, it is a pretty consistent connection considering that it's satellite. People complaining yeah. about the speeds. Let me tell you something. If you're getting any internet consistently on satellite, mm-hmm. you're winning. Well, anyways, if you guys uh, believe in this First Amendment stuff and you think uh, you, you participate in Twitter, just, you know, throw a little hashtag um, free the quartering and let's see if uh, they'll bring his account back because, yeah, it's BS. So. <laughs> Someone just posted on Twitter our link and says, at podcast guys, time to traffic. <laughs> <laughs> we're, being, we're being trafficked in real time, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> it's not driving on the freeway okay i just let's just get that clear <laughs> okay what's up next hey you know because people are still here and we want everyone to leave let's talk about steven crowder versus the daily wire 
<laughs> I'm kidding. Don't leave. Stay. Stay. I don't want to talk about it a lot, but I definitely, everybody else talked about it. We didn't get a chance to talk about it. And yeah, uh, I was a little bummed out by that when, when, when it was Matt last week. I'm like, damn it. I really want well, to. Well, it didn't, didn't it happen thing. after that show? No. 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 No, no it didn't. Are oh, you days sure? before that? I don't. I thought it happened after our show. I don't think. I don't know. I can't remember every there's so much stuff has happened in the last week. It's hard to keep track. Um, but yeah, this whole, it's kind of funny because you usually don't see, I think what's interesting is you don't, Brian and I politically are not, we're kind of in the middle. So I guess that's the best way to put it. We're kind of libertarian ish. And we kind of don't uh, care. <laughs> we kind of don't care. We're kind of just, you know, we're passionate about some things and not about another. We just, we feel like people should have the right to, Right. You to live their own lives. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Um, so when we watch, usually it's like the left wing people fighting with each other, but it was, so it yeah. got very interesting when all of a sudden it's like, like a, a sweaty young Turk yelling, yelling at like some <laughs> only fans yeah. model. Right. So it got really interesting when some, the right wing people started fighting. Right. And so we were, we were thought, well, this is interesting. And uh, I don't typically, uh, catch Steven Crowder's stuff, but sometimes it's interesting. And, uh, and all of a sudden I saw this video pop up and it was, I think the title was, um, I hate to have to do this. Yeah. And of course, I'm sorry. If you're a YouTuber and you got a thing like it says, I hate to have to do yeah. this. I'm going to click on your video. Everyone's clicking on it. That's right. Like, okay, there's like three things you can get. If you put something, there's three things guarantee clicks. I hate to have to do this. Um, I'm leaving. <laughs> right, right. Well, I'm done with the I'm leaving ones because they never leave. Uh, that's true, but that but that usually works, right? Yeah. And then like, and then you you claim someone died. Like right, those right. three things are like guaranteed clicks, right? Right. <laughs> right, right I'm right. sorry. I I didn't want to do this. I'm like, oh, clicking. <laughs> <laughs> so what I found fascinating about this whole thing, we're not going to get into the polit- politics of the whole thing and all that good stuff. What I found fascinating about it is, um, is the fact that uh, that Stephen Crowder recorded these conversations with the Daily Wire. Right now, that if you guys aren't familiar with the Daily Wire, it's like Ben Shapiro and a bunch of those guys. It's it's basically right. Ben Shapiro and company. That's what. <laughs> yeah, Ben that's Shapiro. As as I, I know there's other people, Candace. but like what I whenever I hear Daily Wire, I just see Ben's face right listen right. listen listen guys if you have not bought gold and silver you need to go out and buy gold and silver right now <laughs> i'm like <laughs> oh my like god it. yeah ben's voice is so annoying to me so i just found it really interesting that um that crowder decided to to record his thing and then he played the recording and it was just you guys remember the um the johnny depp and amber heard hearing yeah like you just couldn't look away i couldn't I so I found myself and listen, I don't even really watch Tim pool very much or Crowder or any of these guys. I found myself watching every Crowder thing that came out, every Tim pool thing that came yeah. out. Most of my every, news comes from Jeremy from the quartering. <laughs> I got, listen, I got, I got like a really good form of entertainment this week, right? Watching some implosions occur and everybody, you know, what's sad about it is that everybody lost some credibility in that one. Well, yeah, you know, I, I, the, the person who lost the most was, um, uh, uh, what's her name? Candace Owens. Candace Owens. 
she lost yeah. the most because she guess, yeah because she was uh she went ham and everyone's like yo calm down <laughs> yeah yeah well i don't know i mean i either, listen to each their own on what happens but she lost like it's not interesting basically what happened was is steven crowder passed up on uh 50 million dollars over four years from the from the daily wire and um if you guys follow that kind of thing at all um you're probably going to be seeing Steven Crowder do his own thing. So if you follow him and you do that, then that's probably what's going to happen. But um, it was definitely an intense week with uh, Crowder going on Tim pool, Candace Owen going there. Yeah. From what, I've, what the daily wire does from what I've gathered from all this and I'll just be a super TLDR. Okay. Cause a lot of people don't care. Um, Crowder says it's not about the money, but it really is. Okay. Um, he was offered cost to do his show from people he thought was friends, and that upset him. And then he went on this rampage, and he decided, I'm going to use my anger to then just pull my own network together. And that's, that's what I'm, I'm assuming. I, I'm guessing. Because he says, it's not about the money, but in reality, it would be like, I know, you know, like a, a Dork Knight. It would be like, Dork Knight, I need you to make this graphic for me. I'm going to give you five bucks. <laughs> like... Well, maybe a little more than that. You, I mean, you got to give him at least, you know, they, yeah, they I mean, were giving him cost. I mean, you give him cost. Like he's literally like, if Steve took that deal, Crowder took that deal, he would have been upside down at one point. Yeah. One, one bad, one bad month. And the guy would be upside down because it's not enough money to run the business. So, but he says it's about money. It's not about money. Well, it sort of is. It is. Yeah. I mean, and, he wanted the money. Yeah. And Bore, uh, Jeremy Boring is like, well, he should have countered. Well, why'd you, why'd you offer a boilerplate deal to this person you think is your friend, that you say is your friend that has more followers than you, and then complain when they don't counter? Look, you, I don't think that the Daily Wire and Crowder, or at least from Daily Wire's perspective, are actually friends with, with Steven. I believe that he was a necessary person to be friends with. I believe Crowder actually did think that he was friendly with these people. And, and then, they're, then God boss Jeremy Boring, whatever his name is, they call him, Gave him this crap deal, and he lost his mind. And Steve Crowder, being this ridiculously passionate person, literally just went on the offensive immediately. Yeah. I don't think he's right. I also don't think Daily Wire is right. I think it is about money. I think they tried to shaft him, and he and he blew up on him all in the same pitch. And I think Candace Owens, if she was smart, would just do exactly what the other hosts did at Daily Wire and keep their mouth shut. So... Juicy stuff. If anything pops up next week, we'll uh, we'll give you a little update on it if you're interested. But it's been uh, it's been interesting if you're into the business side of you know. And for us, it's interesting because you know we're YouTubers, we're we're business guys, so it kind of ties into that whole world of everybody trying to build their own little media empires here. So for us, it's interesting, and for you guys, it might be fun to watch people fight. So Dork Knight says, "I might do it for you because I love you." Well, see, you know what? And see, that's see, that's what I'm talking. That's about. That's because we're boys, and that's how you know that th them being friends for ten years, they were not they were. friends. Right. That's right. He would have never. He would have never offered him that deal if they were friends. Right. That's insane. That's he like, would have said, "Let's partner on this." Hey, I, I want to rent your car. How much you paying? Okay, I'm gonna give you half that. Well, what the f? Why would I do that? Uh, anyways, <clears throat> yeah. All right, let's show you. Although, although, to be clear, I don't think you should have recorded them. That that was. I don't care if it's legal; it's still dirty. So I just don't know why you would record people. I I don't know. I just don't know why you'd record people. I do like the fact that 
that and I don't know if Crowder's telling the truth about this, but he says he's fighting for for smaller uh well, maybe he's content made, makers. Yeah, maybe he has now made this like his mission. And you know what the crazy thing is if Jeremy from the Cold Ring said that, like I want just just to fight for smaller people, I would believe him because he's I doing him, it yeah. currently. He yes, does it, he does it now for nothing. Right, right. But We've yet to see I've never Crowder seen here. anyone come out of Crowder's camp. I've never seen right. he does he's never fostered a a creator. He's never I've never seen that. But then again, I also yeah. don't follow him religiously like people do. So I don't know. Maybe he has. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll see what ended up happening. But you know what? I got to this. Uh as I would like I'd like people to succeed in a in a in a pool where they're the lead the lesser. So like in the media, if it's like ninety seven percent left, then even if I don't agree with someone's politics, I'm sort of slow, I'm rooting for the people to sort of balance it out. Cause like, I believe that balance in all things is the way to happy. Life. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's move on from this, the world news and let's get into stuff that means something. Let's get into some, we're getting lots of requests on the Orville update. So you, you want to go ahead and do the Orville thing. So some people can go to sleep if they, if they're waiting for this. I mean, are they going to leave after we do it? Okay. Listen, <laughs> we're going to do the Orville news, but you can't leave. How can't about that? Leave. Can't leave. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, season Picard season three looks like roadkill, dude. Ross dogs, broken spirit. I know maybe you, I mean I have not seen your name here before, but I'll tell you this. Okay. Come back after Sunday's trailer and see if your mind has been changed. Yeah. Well, and if and if not, then come back February seventeenth. I, I think everybody's going to need until February seventeenth. I mean, and and maybe even one more week before they're convinced. That trailer is legit, though. Uh, Let's just put a- Adam Van Jensen. Oh. I'm a lefty, but I love you guys. Yeah, man, why not? I love you guys. I love yeah. you. That's what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter what side of the. Listen, if you're a reasonable person, you are freaking welcome here. I believe that That's reason it. is the answer. I believe that it is. Like, first off, I believe that your opinions. You should be. You should be open to change your opinions based on date on new data. Yes. A, I don't believe your allegiance should ever just immediately immediately lie with whatever someone puts next to their name. I believe that their their morality, if their morality matches your morality, then that is that that's where you start to base your opinions on. And then additionally, if your opinions, if your morality is a reason reasonable, and you can see past the individual and to the greater image, then you can start having a conversation. And that's the biggest problem. And we don't have to do that. We don't do that. I don't know what you said there, but it sounded really intelligent. <laughs> Listen, just talk to you. It don't matter whether or not you believe in hey, him or not. What did it, I tell you? I was like, I'm so tired. Opinion. We're going to do our show. And I'm going to be like thinking I'm saying it really. And so basically what Brian is saying is, is if you have a different opinion than somebody else, you can listen to it and disagree and still be friends and it's fine. Yeah. And I, and I don't understand this like inability to change opinion. Opinions aren't, that's the point. They're like, they should, you should be able to change your opinions based on new information. Well, that's why I say being reasonable is the key. Right. If you're a reasonable person, then, then you should be flexible to some degree. That's yeah, weird. Okay. Ross dogs. I got you, bro. Or says, I'm not yeah. sure what your gender is, but ready. A nonviolent wharf does not does not fill me with confidence. Oh, he's he's violent. Wharf wharf kills so many people. <laughs> Let's just put it this way: the first, I think we've already said it. It's already been said before, so we'll just say it right now. 
Worf beheads somebody pretty much immediately. He is not a so pacifist. trust me, he's Worf is violent. That that one little clip you saw from the thing was was not what Worf yeah, is. Yeah, you got to see the context. He's a he's a three dimensional being. He's not like yeah. some... Worf is like I think Worf is at the peak of yeah. what a character can be. Worf is probably the best character on the whole show for this right. upcoming season because he's reached his full potential as a as an right. entity. And finally he has more than just two dimensions. like a lot I, yes. I love Klingon, but there are a lot of the times they're the they're good or they're bad. There's no in between. Yes. Right. They're real, they're real one dimensional. And I like dude, Worf is an evolved uh yeah. man. And it's great. Evolved Klingon. And, Absolutely. And, and 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 when he fights, it shows how evolved he is. Worf is more of a badass in this show than he ever was on yeah. TNG. He's so awesome. He's so okay. Awesome. Let's just put it that way. There All right. Um, we're talking about the Orville. Though, so. Oh yeah. Okay. Listen, we're going to talk about Picard here in just a few minutes, and there's a lot of stuff to talk yeah, about. Yeah, stick so. around with the Picard stuff. We're going to talk about it too. But let's do the Orville first, so we can take care of our Orville people who we've teased with this information. Yeah. All right. We are talking about the Orville, and there is a season four update. But is it a good update? Is it a bad update? I'll tell you what this headline says. The the genius that wrote this headline wrote Bring up the, the Orville season four update headline. may not be what you want to hear. Well, yeah, because and I want to read the article. <laughs> you can read this article on honestpopculture.com. Is that what you just said? Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. If you can tell, we're a little proud of that. But what's funny is. If, if you put the answer in the headline, there's no point in reading the body. Anything else? Yeah, no, no. I, I, I'm just giving you a hard time. I think you're good. You like that picture of Seth's face I used. Isn't that perfect. This, this one right here. Yeah, where he's got his hand in his face. Yeah, he, yeah, he always has that look though. Well, well, no, that's that was a special scene, but I used it for this story because the news. You get it? The is news that, is not yeah. great. Yeah, I, I get All right, it. It's good. Mind. All right, break it down, dude. All right. The Orville season four gets an update from ABC Entertainment, Hulu and Disney branded television streaming originals. President Craig Erwich, And it's less than inspiring. <laughs> um, it's not looking good for season four of the Orville, guys. Uh, basically, Craig Elwich gave a nothing to see here update of the Orville season four. Um Basically, he was talking to TV line and uh, he they asked him, hey, you know, what's going on with the Orville season four? And Erwich said, um, we don't have anything to share right now. Right. Uh, it's a great show. And I know the fans loved having it back in their lives. And Seth MacFarlane did a good job uniquely as he can in front and behind the camera. But we don't have anything to share right now. Right. They're being they're so, being ghosted right now. <laughs> Right. So what does that mean? This is the Hulu guy, right? Right. What does guy. it mean when he says we don't have anything to share right now? Right. I will tell you what the answer is. Yeah. The answer is nothing's happening. Like, okay. And he says, no. I don't have anything to share. It's because they're not talking about it. They're not planning for it. They're not actually doing anything to move season four forward at all in any way, shape, or form right now. Yeah, no one's okay. returning anyone's calls about the Orville right now. Right, and that's because Seth is off doing his Ted, Ted stuff. Yep. Okay, he's doing, he's, he's, other things are going on. 
And the real truth of the matter is that the Orville is extraordinarily expensive to make. And Disney does not want to pay for it right now. Right. Now, there may come a time when they do, but I think there's going to be a pretty serious hiatus before we even get anything that resembles a season four. I think Seth is going to need to get the Ted thing out of his system a little bit. Right. Um, and want to come back to the Orville before they start talking about it. Uh, but it's it's kind of sad because all of the actors on the show, um, they're, they're actually talking a lot about um, in a hopeful way. And, and I know a lot of people do that when they, they're in a role, they're working, and they want to keep working. So we want to keep that positivity and hope that that can happen. But whenever, like whether it was MGM about Stargate or, or before Star Trek came back um, with New Trek, this is like the standard way of saying nothing's happening. Oh, and yeah. they go back to talking about how great the show was. It's, this is not good for future Orville. Yeah, the thing is, like, a lot of people, this is why I've, I've learned some stuff off of being on the, in this space and, like, reporting news on YouTube. I've, I've learned some things. I think we've learned some things. When an actor says something, it literally means nothing. <laughs> like, a, act, actors, for the most part, are paid employees. If they're like, I want to keep doing this role. Of course they do. Like if you work at the cheesecake factory, do you want to keep working at the cheesecake factory? Of course you do. You and McGregor's doing it right now with right. Kenobi season two. Right. He they, is out there pushing to try to, he's saying right. that he wants to do it. And regular people go, Oh, that means that that's probably happening. No, no. That means that the actor and God bless her. So like, I, I love all the actors on the Orville. They're all really good people. They came on our show. They're really nice. Yeah, awesome. They're down people. earth. They talk to us on, on on Twitter and Instagram. They're they're great people, and I want them to be working. But yes, we want more Orville. Yes, yes. But when they go like, "Oh, I can't wait to come back to this role," that sounds great. But they're not actually in charge of anything, right? Like they're they're just they're just waiting for Seth or whoever to give them the offer or to give their agent the offer, and then they get it in the email and they they say yes or no. So I learned that when I was younger. Um, before YouTube, like I would look at like Stargate news, and I would see like Amanda Tapping talking about. It. I'm like, oh yeah, all right, all right. I, now I realize Amanda Tapping has no power over Stargate. Richard Richard, Richard D. Anderson, no power. The we find that Brad Wright, Brad Wright, Brad Wright has no power has over Stargate. The guy who <laughs> created it has no power over what happens. If if the guy who created it doesn't have power over it, then uh, certainly. The guy who played Walter in SGC has no bearing on whether a show happens or not, right? Right. Not that they're bad people, not at all. But, of course, they're going to be optimistic and positive because it's that they need to be because that's that's their job, right? Yeah. The things that we're learning um, as we spend more time with people on the inside at Hollywood, the, the things that we're learning about how the shows really get made, about who has control and who has power. I got to tell you, these studio execs are like, they hold everything in their hand, man. Yeah, they're gods. And depending on your relationship with them, how you feel about them, um, you know, a lot of it is based on personal relationships, how decisions get made. Um, and it's it's a little bit, it's a little bit frightening, to be honest with you. Like if you're expecting something to happen, there almost has to be this 
um, you know, special favor being done for things to happen sometimes. And uh, right. Or there has to be like an insane outcry to where the executives can't ignore it because they, they their their bosses are the shareholders. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's, and that's the only way something's really. If, if if let's say Kurtzman, if you want Kurtzman to do something, he's going to do whatever he wants to do for his buddies and his his position, unless someone creates a petition and it gets four million signatures about making strange new worlds. That's that's how you change the game. Yeah, hundred percent. When so many people are talking about it to the point where a shareholder with power hears it. That's when their minds get changed. So, and let me tell you guys a little bit of uh, insider, not insider info or something you probably haven't heard yet before. Um, and that is that when the Orville was, was being made for season three, Seth wanted to do such a great job with it that he fronted a lot of his own money for the show. Yeah. So the Orville season three ended up being a lot more expensive than even what was paid because Seth put his own into it. Right. And so now coming back to do a season four, you can't regress. You can't make a worse show. So, you know, and I'm um, Seth don't want to foot the bill again. Yeah. For another season. Like he, he even he, if he's super passionate about it, he's still got a stack for a while though. Right. You can't just keep <clears> right. You know, he, somebody else needs to pay for that. I mean, he, he did what he wanted to do. He came out and came out swinging and told, compelling stories and was dramatic. And I think he satiated what he needed inside of his soul that, that he was willing to put out his own, you know, coin to do. Right. So, but that means that, that the Orville was much more expensive than, than perhaps Disney or Hulu want to pay for it. Right. Uh, so really what you can do is if you love the Orville and you want more of it still, it's the same thing. We need to watch it on Disney plus. Yeah. You That's guys support it. it. The more people watch the Orville on Disney Plus, and and over time, the Disney execs are going to be like, "Wow, you know, we're getting a lot of views on this Orville right. stuff." Uh, um, that's another thing too is it's hard to even sell things now because streaming services hold all the information so close to their vest, right? That yeah. you can't even go like, "Hey, Peacock, look at how good my show's doing." You know, he has he can't know. Yeah, and a lot of the showrunners don't know how good their shows are doing. Right. Sometimes it's a shock to them because they don't get the numbers. The numbers are held so close. They tell nobody what the numbers are because yeah. the numbers are the magic. Like you get to control everything. The Nielsen ratings, the the executives at studios hated Nielsen ratings right? because it was done by an outside source and the information got shared to the public. Yeah, and, and people were like, oh, Nielsen has too much power. They needed the power. Because now we're what what we're experiencing now is we're experiencing a media uh, world where no one is accountable, and they, right. and, and, and yeah. you can just you can just determine just make you can just cook the books and it's totally legal. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, you used to, well you used to be able to you couldn't cancel a show if it was making money. Right. Now they can cancel a show if they're pissed off at, at the showrunner. Right. You know, and now they can say, oh, it didn't make enough money, and like like who's gonna who's gonna know? Right. You know, they can say whatever they want. So there's no accountability. You're right. Uh, Orville Nation, Super Chat, $5. Thank you so much, PJ. How do we know Scott Grimes' character in Ted doesn't end up being Gordon Malloy back in time in other timelines? Ted and Orville now in the same universe. I love that. You've been watching Brian talk about his conspiracies and yeah. like his uh, his crossovers. I love that. Uh, yeah, you know what? 
it very well could be. So on, and the I'm, same, on that same note, though, imagine it's like imagine chef. Uh, sorry, Seth is like a chef, right? Mm-hmm. And he has different menus. He's not like a chef at, at Norm's. He's a chef where he picks his menu for that week or that month or whatever. And Tom and all the people that went with him, like they're working with him on Ted. Those are his sous chefs. So that's his crew. Seth's, Seth's crew went from the Orville to Ted and other shows, right? So he is now working on another menu item. So everyone keeps asking him about that awesome steak that he made last month. And he's like, guys, uh, right now I'm working on the chicken Tuscany or whatever. And like he, he's, he, he might visit that other recipe, but he's in the middle of doing something completely different. And that's, yeah. how, and that's how they operate. And, and, and someone else is paying for this time. He like he lost yeah. money on the tender line, right? So you're you're gonna need the Oroville season four ball to roll around the track once. Like it missed its window, I guess is what we're saying. Well, yeah. Like nobody yeah. wants to hear this, and I'm sorry if you're an Oroville fan, like we are, because we're we've already accepted this, um, and and much much to our disappointment. And so if 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 this is not good news for you, then but um, if you're waiting to hear. If, Orville season four to get announced and like you're waiting on pins and needles, you need to just tuck that away because um, it may still happen at some point, but um, it's definitely not on the priority list. And I would not expect to hear anything for perhaps a year or maybe even two years. Right. If it were to come back and likely if it comes back, it probably wouldn't come back as a season four. It would probably come back more as like a movie or something like that. They might do like a, like an Orville movie. So I could see that, but I think, Seth's probably going to have to get um, to get that urge again to get that, you know, get the fill the the, the creative tank is going to need to fill back up the desire. Well, he's working on Teddy's, he, but he's working on projects right now. I'm like saying he, for the Orville specifically, he, his Star Trek thing got satiated like he wanted to do Star Trek so bad. Right. You know, he did it. He did three seasons of it. We love it. But now he's like, well. I would still do it if you're going to pay for it. And they're like, eh, so also streaming services and, and networks different. Like we, we missed the network window already. Cause that happens. That like that already happened, but there is a window for streaming services to announce for late fall. So there is like a tiny big chance, but we believe that that's not happening. Cause the entire crew is working on a completely different show right now. So, I just, yeah. I mean, I don't want. I'm. We're just realists. I mean, I we can yeah. sit here and say, you know, hey, we hope it's that way, but we're not going to fill your head full of. Um, What's the point of that? Yeah, we don't. We're not going to keep you holding on. You know, we don't want to keep you. We're not going to tell you something we don't believe. Yeah. So, uh, hopefully, we're wrong. Dork Knight asks, "Do you regret knowing how sausage is made?" Yeah, a little bit. Sometimes, yeah. Because it, you know what, I I gotta tell you, it's like sort of depressing. When you talk- no, I got some news uh, a couple days ago that we can't share yet with you, but um, got some news that uh, I did not like hearing, and it had to do with uh, people in charge of things at Hollywood. And yeah, sometimes it's not good knowing that. Yeah. Um, I almost would rather not know because at least yeah, because like, like, like it's it's harder to enjoy things that we have now. And, you know, it's like it's weird. It's a weird thing, man. Yeah, sometimes it's really great, and sometimes it's not. And in the future, we're going to be able to talk about it. And we'll share it with you guys first when we can. But um, just know that the complaints that people have about Hollywood, you know, and the channels where sometimes people are like, well, those guys just hate a lot and they're just 
listen, sometimes they're right on the money on some things. Yeah, sometimes they're right. There's some real crappy things about Hollywood that yeah. is just not cool. It's that's very incestuous. There's some good things, but there's some poopy things too. And them, sometimes they're right, and sometimes I was wrong in criticizing them. And I found true. and I found out after the fact. I'm like, damn. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, that's it. That's it for the Orville. Let us know what you guys think in the comment oh, section below. What's up? Just real quick, and because I think PJ says something important here. He says, we don't really know what's going on, though, in my opinion. And he's right. We, no, we're we not saying that we know what's going to happen. Yeah, we don't. So Because we don't. It, it, so they, they could come out and announce it tomorrow. This is just our feeling from, from, from kind of being close to it and being through these situations uh, with a lot of shows. Can I correct that statement, though? Because, like, if they were going to announce it tomorrow, I do believe that some, like, that some of our connections would tell us, hey, we're going to announce it tomorrow. Right. I was just being facetious by saying tomorrow. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> I mean, if it was pending, I think we would know. Right, yeah. I, I do. But, so either, either it's not pending or it's so far out that there's no reason for us to know. I just, yeah. I mean, these words say we're not talking about it right now. There's nothing... We don't have anything to share right now because we're not even talking about it. Right. That's what that says. Right. All right. Well, that's it. Let us know what you guys think in the comment section below. You guys like the article? You want to see it back? Let us know. All right. Moving on. Now watch the the it drops from. Uh, let's see, let's see how many people we just left. lost a person. Look at that. Oh, they left. All right. Well, it's okay. That's right. <laughs> Listen, it's three o'clock in the morning. Like and the fact that there's my kids are going to be up like, in three hours. It's outstanding that people are here at all. And thank you guys. Yeah, we pre- we glad you guys are here with us. I don't know when you sleep, but yeah, <sighs> right. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Okay, let's. Uh, oh, you know what? You know what time it is, bro. Oh, is it? <clears throat> <laughs> Time for Terry Trek. All right. All right the weekly Terry. Are you ready, Shane? I am ready. The weekly Terry. <laughs> Here we go. It just, it just gets longer every week. Well, I don't know what you're going to do in like 10 weeks when it's like, uh, yeah, I actually ran out of breath there. So, yes, listen, we are talking about Picard Season 3, and this is the Weekly Terry. Terry, If you're new here, maybe you've never seen a Weekly Terry. Maybe you don't know who is this magical person called Terry. Is it a man? Is it a woman? I'll tell you who it is. Terry Metalis is the king of Star Trek Picard Season 3. He is a showrunner. He is the guy in charge. He made the series, and he has... Uh, blessed us with tidbits of 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 crumbs on Twitter, <laughs> and we <laughs> we sift through his his crumbs that he filters to us peasants, and we then we then take those crumbs and we put them back together and we try to we try to come out with a story every week or a topic or something or a rumor or something about season three of Picard, and we try to like just keep you in the know. That is what the weekly Terry is, and to be fair. We got Terry's permission to call it the Weekly Terry. So we're not just co-opting true. his name. We got his permission. That's true. That is a good point. Yeah. I never, we never mentioned that. Like he did say it was, he said, he actually told us he, he loved the segment. Yeah. So um, it, it, it only he, became a weekly segment after he said he liked our, our random segment we threw out there on a week. It was just a random thing. Yeah. 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 
and also, you know, special shout out and, and thanks if Terry's watching. Uh, he did give us uh, and he, he invited us to go to the um, to the premiere of Star Trek Picard season three taking place February 9th mm. uh, at the uh, Chinese uh, Grom Man, Theater. Man's Chinese, Man's Chinese something Theater. or other. Yeah. Um, so we'll get to walk the red carpet with uh, all the Star Trek people. And bro, bro, can I show yeah. my invite off, bro? Can I yeah, good. yeah, go for it. Look, I wanted to show you guys this. I, I'm like, I'm so, I'm so stoked about this. So we we were invited to um, remember the Orville premiere. Yes. Oh, we couldn't go. That's right. And, and here's the deal. It was so dis- it was so disappointing. We were invited to the premiere. We were ready to go. Um, I got stupid sick, like like really sick, and then. Shane found out like the day before that he had to have like an active COVID test. And because of where he lives, he couldn't get one in time to go to the show. Right. Yeah. So we just missed it. We missed it. But we missed I, it. What a terrible opportunity. We, we missed, we missed the Orville premiere. Can you believe that? Orville, uh, PJ, can you believe we were invited to go to the premiere of the Orville 30 miles away and we literally couldn't muster <laughs> the ability to do so? Is that insane to anyone else? Well, they had really strict restrictions. Yeah, it was. But so. I'll tell you what, we're not we're not sleeping on this one. No, there no, it is. The, yeah, the, we will be there for be that there. one. And yeah, and just to be clear, there is an ongoing uh, Twitter poll. Okay, I am giving you the ability to choose what I wear at the premiere. Ready? I'm or, I'm I'm already wearing something. Can I tell you what I'm wearing? Let me, let me show this poll first, and you can share me. Okay, go ahead. Thank you, sure. So on our Twitter, it's a pinned tweet. If you want to go and weigh in on what what I'm, at least I'm, I said we're, but I can't speak for Shane, what I'm going to be wearing at the premiere. I said suit and tie, jeans and t-shirt, Starfleet uniform, full Cleon cosplay. Those are my four options. Okay? Okay. But, okay. If, if another option gets hit in the comments and gets way more upvotes, then I'll consider it. I would be, I'd be, it'd really be cool to see you in full Klingon, Klingon cosplay. I've done it before. Oh, all right. Yeah. For my okay. OnlyFans. OnlyFans slash Klingon Warrior. Well, <laughs> let me tell you what I'm going to be wearing, okay? I'm going to be wearing a Terry Trek shirt, okay? And a blazer or a jacket and jeans. Hmm. That's what I'm wearing. But I'm wearing the Terry Trek shirt because I want to make sure that Alex Kurtzman and everybody over there at, at who's showing up for this event that I want them to see who should be making Star Trek going forward. Terry Matala should be making Star Trek. So, so I had a similar opinion. Like, do I, do I wear? So I, no offense, I, you know, no offense to this hat, but I actually much more prefer my podcast hat, not just because the colors per se, but because it's more comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I don't really want to wear this hat. So my in my mind, I was like, I want to wear a hat. I want to wear my podcast hat and like a Terry Trek shirt with maybe like a, a blazer too. I'm not wearing a hat just because. But no slacks. Wearing... I'm going to wear sweatpants. <laughs> okay. I Yeah, that's, that'd be comfortable. With, with no I feel un- weird wearing sweatpants and no underwear. I, I That's weird. You'll. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> so I feel weird wearing a hat to the movies because I feel what? like. It's, I feel like it's like, 
kind of rude to the people behind you. I wear a hat. I wear my hat almost everywhere. So, no. Oh. So yeah. So like that would be cool. Someone asked me like uh, someone online in uh, in one of the comments asked if I was balding because I always wear a hat. I'm like, what do you think? No, no, no. I just like the hat, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. That's Fat Brad Pitt. You know yeah. what's going on. Here. I'm fi- <laughs> someone. Someone's like, hey, you look sort of like Jason Moore. I'm like, you mean like a fat Jason Moore? She goes, oh no. <laughs> And th- this is my roommate. She goes, no, more like an obese Jason Moore, but at least you're in the same realm. Wait, obese and fat is similar, I believe. So the thing okay. is, like, if, if I got to be called obese, I'd rather you put Jason Momoa next to that word. If anything, you know what I mean? At least it's not. You look like an obese Vin Diesel. <laughs> you know I mean? No, you're he's bald. No one wants to look like an obese human thumb. All right. All right. So, what the hell are we talking about? Oh, we were talking about the premiere. My bad. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So, yes. So, we will share with you. We're going to go. We'll share with you what happened. We'll talk about the details. And we've already seen the episode. Yeah. We've already seen it. But I got to tell you, I'm excited to watch it again. Guys, I am so, I've already seen the whole season and I am so excited to watch the whole season again. Can I tell you the last time that freaking happened? It's been on anything. Look, I loved House of the Dra- House of oh, Listen, I loved House of the Dragons, right? This last season, first season was great. I don't want to watch it again. Yeah, I have no I have literally no interest in watching. And I liked House of the Dragon too, and I have zero right. interest in watching it again. Zero interest in watching it again. But I've also already seen Picard season 3, and I freaking would pop that in right now and watch it if I could. So I'm telling you guys it's going to be so good. I, I know we keep I telling legit you I am so excited about Picard season three. It's not just about watching it again, but it's about sharing the experience this time. I know. I can't wait to oh talk about God. it. We couldn't, we, so we can, we can have these. It's, yeah, so it's going to be great. It's so difficult not to talk about it. It's even more so. It's even more difficult not to, not to be able to talk about it when there are people like actively giving bad information. You're like, no, no. <laughs> right. I'm like, no, <laughs> you know what's funny is I remember when um I remember when Robert Meyer Burnett found out we saw it. Oh yeah. And like he literally like called me like right away and said, Yeah, okay, my God, finally somebody I can talk to yeah, about this. He just wanted to talk right? to someone about it. Yeah. That was so cool. Uh <clears throat> super chat Orville Nation two dollars. Shave hashtag Terry Trek into your beard, Brian. Yeah, I dude, I'm not shaving my beard, bro. <laughs> Like, I'll just sh- love stops at the beard. Yeah, he I'll, I'll shave my hair. I shave my head. I'm not shaving my beard. He will not sacrifice um, his beard. If, if here's a problem without a beard, I look like just a really fat baby. So <laughs> I, just, I love just, your just, honesty. It's a super tall, fat baby. So, <laughs> oh god, uh, that's great. no, Archmage, we has not, we have not gone to the number section yet, bro. <laughs> We're not even there yet, man. We're still talking about Terry Trek. Okay. All right. So uh, back to Terry Trek. So, yeah, we're, we're going to the premiere on the 9th. You can go vote on the poll. Vote on what I'm going to wear at the poll uh, at the premiere. Um, and uh, and when we get back, we're going to do our show that morning, go to the premiere, and then come back and do a special uh, weekly Terry about the premiere. Yeah. So we'll come. Yes. Right. Yeah. Because it's 7 o'clock on a Thursday. Right. So we're going to do our show. We're going to do a show in the morning. Early. Like, yeah, early that day. Then we're going to go and do the premiere. Then we're going to the premiere. Then we're going to do a special weekly Terry when we get back. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Um. Now, let's talk about the news here. 
How Picard season three morphed into the star into Star Trek: The Next Generation reunion. I love that we. I love that he put this story out because um, this story has been told. We actually told this story in a in a video, but he really goes into a little bit more detail here. Yeah, and um, it's really great. So if you want to go through it, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So this is what happens. Uh, star Trek Picard showrunner Terry Metalis reveals the decision-making process behind the next generation's crew in the show's third season. And you know, it's funny, like you can give all the reasons in the world. Ultimately it's because Terry, Terry is a super fan. He's like, yeah, I want them all back. (laughs) Like remember (laughs) on the panel, that's the answer on the panel. They asked him, um, why did, why did he bring Moriarty back? He goes, well, why not? Because like, <laughs> I, I, I wanted it. Because um, I wanted him there. I yeah, I, I love He's such a fan, bro. All right, so Metallus unpacked the decision-making process behind the Next Generation character's inclusion in Picard's third season in an interview with SFX. This is why we started on, this is why we started on his pop culture, by the way. There wasn't mm. really a plan. When I came aboard season, this is Terry talking, by the way. There wasn't really a plan. When I came aboard on season two, executive producers Alex Kurtzman and Akiva Goldsman were always thinking about each one of these seasons being a different story. So while we were working on season two, we weren't thinking ahead. Aside from maybe some starship sets on season two, on season three. So about halfway through shooting season two, when it was time for me to split off and do season three, the question became... What is it exactly we're doing for the last hurrah? I love that. So note, uh, and I'll just pick up a little bit from here. Note that Terry wanted to do what is about to happen. It wasn't Akiva. It wasn't Alex Kurtzman. It was Terry that decided he wanted to do this. All right, go ahead. Terry. So specifically, Terry is, is making the decisions in regard Picard season three. Additionally, about the halfway mark for season two, he left to go to season three. So I'm going to paint this picture real quick for you. Danny's in the, in the chat. Remember, we're watching on Salty Nerd. What do we say? First two, maybe even three episodes of Picard season two, pretty good. Right? We can see the direction they're going. And then it starts to fall apart. <laughs> about when? About the halfway mark. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is true. Starts to fall apart about the halfway mark when Terry left to go do season three. No offense to anyone out that, that worked on it, whatever. And when he showed up for season two, the story had already been fleshed out. Right. It was so already there. He didn't get to come in and say, this is what we're going to do for season two. Right. He just showed up and, and started helping. So trying to like help a little bit with some writing, helping with some direction, but his whole focus was always going to be Picard season three. Right. Now, Picard season three, he got to just man up and do, and handle it himself. He got to make the decisions. He got to create his vision for the last hurrah, for the final voyage, for the final mission of the next generation. What a freaking honor that is, dude. Which yeah. is and what yeah, go ahead. Which is why when 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 you talk to Terry and you realize how much of a fan he is, the dude is not going to waste that honor. You are giving this beloved crew their send-off, bro. Of course, as a fan, you're going to treat that with with respect. 
Sorry. Well, and that's what you, and that's what he wanted to do. So he said, this is what I want to do. But the problem was Patrick Stewart, he didn't think was going to be down for it. Right. And so, so he had, to, he had to get Patrick aside, sit him down and explain to him what he wanted to do. And at first Patrick didn't want to do it. Uh, Patrick didn't want to do it, but Terry convinced him by telling him it can be different. Not, it won't be, you know, a continuation of TNG. It'll be, you know, these people have had, he basically told him these people have had, you know, 30 years of life. Right. Or however long it's been 20 years of life since you guys last, last saw each other. And that's what got Patrick thinking, oh, okay, well, maybe this can happen. And so Terry was, he had this plan. He had this whole thing. He wanted to be able to give the the TNG crew a final send-off. And they didn't get that final movie, right? Right. So this is a 10-hour movie. Yeah, and, and this is the quote, what he said about. So Shane just summarized, but he literally said, so I sat down with Patrick at his dining room table. They went to Patrick Stewart's house, yep. sat him down one-on-one and said, he took him through what I thought, what I thought, not what Kurtzman thought, not what Akiva Goldsman thought, not what Michelle Paradise thought, not what anyone else thought. What I thought was the final story of Picard and some arcs that I felt need to be paid off for his character and some relationships and storylines after a bottle of wine. We were off to the races. So he basically, he went got to Patrick drunk. Stewart's house, he got him wasted, and got him to agree to his ambition. <laughs> and convinced him. That's what he did. Way to go, Terry. So you have, yeah, this, you have this guy who started, he started his career working on Star Trek. Worked on multiple Star Trek shows. Super fan of not only Star Trek, but the science fiction genre. Helm 12 Monkeys. He, this guy is a super fan. Um, He's, he's basically one of us and he gets an, an opportunity to make this show and his only real hurdle because everyone else was off doing something else. Like he was doing season two. Kurtzman is, you know, he was doing something else. Probably, he wasn't even doing Star Trek, probably picking daisies and, and picking his foot. I don't know. He wasn't there. So he goes, I need to, I need to deal with Patrick Stewart. He's the hurdle. He's the guy who can make the calls that can give me problems. So he literally goes to the guy's house. He gets him drunk and he sells him on what an the idea, an idea that he alone came up with, a fan came up with. So right. you have a dude who is an expert writer who basically writes fan fiction for Star Trek and he's getting the chance to make what he wants. That's what season yeah. three is. That is That's what, what season three is. is. And just Ross Dog's broken spirit here, just real quick. He says here, I'll have to see your reviews of season one, season two, because they were legit awful. Well, Ross, we didn't like seasons, uh, season one or season two either. So yeah, we landed the fact that we're saying we love season three, like not love season three, like, 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 like bring me to the point of almost like wanting to cry because that I don't cry really at movies, but I wanted to, you know, you know, you know that point where you're like, you know, oh shit, I might cry. R&B right? cried twice. He did. Yeah, you're right. So I, here's what we're saying is, and listen, you don't, you don't have to believe us. Watch the first episode, yeah, but watch it. we didn't like seasons one and season two. Season three is. Yeah. So it's good. Just, just, just if you, if you're new here, Ross, uh, basically my friend, we're always optimistic about something, but we also always shoot straight. So yeah, 
we'll we will give something a, sh- a shot. We won't we won't we don't immediately start watching a show and be like, I'm waiting for it to be bad. No. Yes. We start watching like something, and as it becomes worse and worse and worse, we criticize it honestly and openly on every stream we're on. We don't our opinions don't change from stream to stream. Depend whether we're on salty, we're on here or anywhere else. Our opinions are, are are the same. We we are honest with our criticisms, and we're also honest with our praises. If we like something, we're going to be really clear about it, and we'll defend it if we think, and, and we'll defend it based on merit. This is why I like it. This is why I dislike it. And when it comes to season one and two, we tried real hard to like it, and failed miserably. Yeah, very, we, very, we very tried enough. real hard to like season two and failed miserably. And it's public record. Not just on this stream, on on this channel, on our main channel, and it's on the Salty Nerd channel, and it's probably on other and it's on other channels too. We've been it's on. on other channels, yeah. It's all our opinions about season one and season two are really well known, and yeah. we we every started each season in a positive place, hoping for the best, and then when we got to the worst, we were yeah. honest about it. We want it to be good, so that's where we stand. So now, 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 we saw season season three and it's fantastic yeah sometimes we're hopeful about stuff but we hadn't seen it yet so we right. don't know what to say right, right. we can't we, we can be hopeful say well i hope it's good we're going to give it a chance in this case we're saying yeah we watched it it's good that's right. it yep um so listen it's great um but don't take our word for it watch yourself watch yourself and then come back here on the and after show and let's talk about it bro yeah we're going to be guys we're going to be for 10 weeks it's going to be all all Picard season three all the time on the podcast prime channel. If you're, if you're watching us here and you're aware of our other channel, of course our big, you know, hundred thousand plus subscriber channel, we're going to be doing a weekly breakdown of every episode. Yeah. Uh, for, for season three. And uh, it's going to be absolutely fantastic. So you'll want to check that out too. Yeah. Um, this is how much we, we loved it. We're like, Hey, so we're just going to do nothing but Picard for three months. Basically. Yeah. Pretty much like, our, our channel is not just Star Trek. There's other things to talk, we talk about. Yep. We talk a lot about Star Trek, but I got to tell you, for us to pretty much just dedicate a weekly video every week to the show, it's because we believe that it's going to be worth our time. Because w- even if we love something, doing it once or twice, sure, but doing it for five weeks and not getting, and, and not getting any, any response, I mean, that's like the definition of insanity, right? Yeah. You no, know, we believe it's gonna. We we believe you're gonna like it. We believe it's gonna be well received. There's gonna be detractors out there, hundred percent. Oh be, yeah, there's, there's people who are gonna say they don't like it anyway. There's gonna be people that say they don't like it, no matter what. I don't care if, I don't care if Jerry Jerry Ryan came out of the TV and gave him a blowjob in their living room. They would, they would, they would, <laughs> I don't they would, think they would still have a problem. Honestly, they would still have a problem with it. it must though. be three thirty in the morning, I guess. That's I'm tired. Say Let's be real though. There are people that are gonna have a problem with it, no matter what happens. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just thinking like, what's the best case scenario, right? That, I guess that's my, my mind instantly went to that as the best case scenario. If magic happened and the TV came to life. Better, a better example. <laughs> um, what I'm saying We're is. Sorry, Jerry. Sorry, Jerry. <laughs> we've, actually, we've actually talked to her too. She's very nice. But here's the deal. Regardless, there's going to be people that don't like it. All, all we're asking for, because we saw the Reddit, like there was a Reddit thing that had like 500 upvotes. And like a lot of people were like, like they didn't like our attitude about constantly shilling for it. And mm-hmm. like, I want people to understand, like, we're not shilling for it because we're like invested. We make no money off of it. We're not no. shilling for it because 
Um, we think the chick is hot. We're not simps. No, we saw it. And as critics who have been very critical for five years straight, we finally have something that we don't have to be very critical about. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, yeah it's, it's awesome. Damn time. It's yeah. about time. Five or six years of us just complaining. Yeah. Imagine if all you did for five years was complain about your favorite thing and someone finally gave you something worth watching. How would you yeah. feel? You'd feel elated. Again, yeah. that's how we felt. That's how we that's felt how- watching that series. We're like, Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well said, dude. That's, All right, man. Uh, answer. Anyways, we uh, we've shilled enough. I think somebody there were some great <laughs> tweets. There were some great tweets when we said we got we got the invite to go to the premiere about uh, Starfleet issued uh, D pad. <laughs> oh, it was uh, it was Yorkshire right. though. He's just I creepy. loved it. He's that just was Josh. That was I said only if the if the Starfleet emblems actually on the knee pads. <laughs> Yorkshire is actually uh, legitly, he's legit funny. Yeah. We got a lot of funny people here. Yeah. So listen, uh, that's it for hashtag, uh, hashtag Terry Simp or Terry Trek or the Weekly Terry. <laughs> um, come back next week uh, and and come back for more simping. <laughs> we'll whatever. give you, we'll give you, we'll give you more news. Yeah. We'll give you more news. We'll give you more news. Um, that's it, though. Hit the subscribe button in the way, comment section, let us know what you guys think about this. Do you believe that Terry basically uh, got Patrick Stewart wasted and took advantage of him uh, contractual obligations to Picard? That's what I see. God bless him if he did. <laughs> God bless. Thank you. Thank you. Because he was not doing well in seasons one and two. No. John Luke was not doing well. Look, Patrick Stewart is not a, he's not a writer or a director. He's an actor. He's yeah. a good actor. Look, Patrick Stewart is a phenomenal is actor. actor. The guy is a legendary actor. Whoever told this guy he can write a story needs to be reprimanded. <laughs> reprimanded. Look, they I'm need to be put in the corner. Honestly, I'm an amazing editor. Like, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna. Not even gonna be humble. I'm a fantastic editor. Dude, I, I I made an hour long, almost hour long documentary in three days on no sleep with nothing but uh, my brother's help and a computer. And Red Bull. And a lot of Red Bull. I am an outstanding editor. I worked for Orlando Jones. I got a job offer at Crackle. I didn't take it because I was an idiot. A lot, of, a, a lot of things I am very good at. I am also so bad at other things. Well, we all are. No, but to the point where when I tried them, I'm embarrassed even in private. Okay. Just because you are good at one thing doesn't make you good at the other thing. And a mm. writer, an actor, and director, there's a reason why those are three different jobs. Amen, brother. A freaking men. All right. Well said. Uh, $5 super chat from Orville Nation. Thank you so much, PJ. The in-show time travel canon of 12 Monkeys alone says a lot about Terry. It was well done. Yeah. Well said, PJ. Uh, I believe 12 Monkeys is one of the is probably the best time travel ever done on a TV show. Look, it's one thing to do it in a movie in a two hour freaking movie. Imagine doing it across multiple seasons and trying to hold all those threads yeah. together. That's the brain we're dealing with. Yeah, the on Picard season three, the fact that he was able to make it reasonable yeah. and to make that all fit together. That's the guy who's doing season three. And I'm gonna tell you what, if he doesn't do more star Trek, I'm going to lose my damn mind. I'm just uh, letting you guys know. I'll tell you this. I, 
he has to do more. If if Terry doesn't get more Star Trek, if the studio janks him, like if if you've ever have you ever seen a video? Have you? Let me ask you guys a question. Have you ever seen a video on our Prime channel where we just like went just balls to the wall, like scorched earth on anyone? Have we ever done that once? No, no. And we, yeah. And you're right. If if he Not doesn't once. get more Trek, we will go scorched if, earth. If he doesn't get more Trek, the quality and the, produ- the production that we put into our Prime channel, we will put into a scorched earth campaign against the people that we know would be responsible. Absolutely. I guarantee you. I, yeah. it, I, I just I just told you how great a writer I am. Shane's an amazing writer and he got a he got a, a, a voice that can that can turn turn a straight man gay. Here's the deal. If 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 we ever were going to go scorched earth on anything and use our talents for for evil, this would be it. That would be it. Yeah, 100%. And it, it'll happen too. So uh, if anybody out there is listening that that hires Terry after season three comes out and everybody's like congratulating him on making the best Star Trek since at least Voyager. Yeah. And we've only we ever used going. our abilities for good. If we didn't like yeah. something, we just didn't talk about it on the main channel. So that would not be the case. That would not be 100%. the case. All right. Moving on, man. Moving on. You know, and what's I, you know what's really cool is... Uh, is is um ross dogs never never seen you before on the channel so glad to have you here he said that uh that we've gotten him excited about picard season three and he came in here basically saying that it was going to suck his oh, first cool. comment was yeah. so i really appreciate you and you know that's the kind of people we love here people who can listen to something and you know potentially change their opinion we talked about this those are reasonable people those are the fans we love on this show thank you for being reasonable and if it's not good, you know, and you come back and you say, you know what, guys, I didn't like it. We're going to be like, hey, you know what? We that's fine. We still want you to be here. We still want to talk. So. Yeah, man. Welcome to the pickle party, pal. That's it. All right. Uh, and uh, this week, it's the welcome to the cosmic pickle party, pal. <laughs> I believe the person who told Patrick he could write was Will Wheaton. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? You, uh, hey, see, I, does that. So that's a joke. That can actually be a real thing. It could be, yeah. Because because we we've literally seen those people talk to each other, and Will just acts like Patrick Stewart's the next coming of Christ. He's like, it's it's funny to watch him in yeah. a room with all the all of those all everybody oh, else. Really funny because they treat him still like a child. Yeah, they treat him like he's a kid, and he treats them like he's not worthy of being in the same room right. with him. It's really sad in a way. All right, so we got to do this before the sun comes up. Yeah, are we doing uh, Frakes or Xbox? Frakes. Frakes. If we end up skipping the Xbox, let me know so I can tell tell people why it's a stupid thing. No, we should talk about it before we go to members. All right. All right, we are talking about Jonathan Frakes, the Star Trek legend, number one, Mr. Riker. Director, writer, actor, straight up Stargate goat himself. Jonathan Did you say Stargate? I'm sorry. I'm Star tired. Trek. Star Trek goat. This, I'm not saying it's the greatest of all time, but I got if there was a award for for most work put into Star Trek, this guy would get it. 
I think so. Like, like it would probably be like, it, it would probably be Leonard Nimoy and then him. Yeah. I'm guessing. So the thing is, I, I don't know how good of a director Riker, uh, for Jonathan Frakes is. I think he's good. But he's, he's constantly getting work. He gets more work to direct than he gets to act. In fact, I would tell you, I believe that the only real acting he ever really did was Riker. And I think that that's just a version of himself anyways. I think you're right. I think Riker is a version of Jonathan Frakes. And honestly, since Discovery has really been a pretty awful show all the way through, the only episodes that were like relatively okay were the ones that he directed. Right. So, so, so we got to give it up to the guy. The guy is and, talented. Oh, and he directed Orville episodes. Oh, he directed a lot of Orville episodes. Yes. So yeah. he's, you know, he's, he's been all around the block many times. Yeah. He's also directed uh, episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is one of my mm-hmm. favorite shows. Now, the guy, the guy is clearly talented behind the camera. So what is it? What is Jonathan Frakes, the legend himself, have to say about the future of Star Trek movies? Shane? Pop up our honest pop culture link. This comes from honestpopculture.com. Mm-hmm. You can go there by going to honestpopculture.com. And uh, this is this is what he said, uh, and I quote: "If those two names can't get a fucking movie made, I don't know." <laughs> I <laughs> so I wasn't sure if I should actually probably put that there, and like in the future, I'll probably have to change use, that use word. Use asterisk out, next time. Yeah, but because uh, you know it won't get crawled on Google if it has curse words. Ah, uh, that makes sense. I I don't know what's gotten into me lately. I've been wanting to cuss lately. I don't know what's going on. Oh, it's anger. By the way, yes, he was the voice actor for the Gargoyles series, and he was awesome. I forgot the name of this guy's name. He was the main Gargoyle. Anyways, go ahead. So Star Trek legend Jonathan Frakes cast doubt on future Star Trek movies. Uh, they just He was asked basically uh, what he thought about the future of Star Trek movies in, uh, in a recent article with SFX Magazine. Um, and basically he said, uh, TV is the future, it seems to me. Um, and he said, uh, movies are tough. Even JJ can't get his fourth movie off the ground. He observed right. referring to JJ Abrams. Yeah. And JJ Abrams has some power, right? Oh yeah. He's probably one of the most powerful like guys directors. Like, yeah, yeah. He's like, when it comes to like, yeah, for sure. Um, and his bad robot gets a lot of, they yeah. have a lot of power, uh, bad reboot. It says, uh, let's see. Yes, refer, director of the first two Kelvin Universe films. And by the way, he didn't direct the third one, but he essentially set up the third one um, to be, I think James Wan directed the third Justin one, right? Lin. Justin Lin. Sorry, that was probably didn't look good. Yeah, um, one's Fast and Furious, one's Aquaman. That's right. In addition to the fourth Kelvin movie, which was intended to star Chris Hemsworth and Chris Pine as father and son, there was like four different storylines to... Uh, Star Trek Four that's changed many times. And let's let's be clear: the one where they're going to use time travel to get Chris Pine or Chris Hemsworth into the into the, yeah. the Star Trek universe is stupid and it's super transparent. Do not do that. Well, they're not going to anymore. So yeah. they basically they both of those actors require too much money to be in the movie together. It's, it's funny because like I bet you some executive that approved them killing off. Kirk's dad and then finding out what Chris Hemsworth turned out to be a decade later is really pissed off right now. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I'm sorry, guys, did we kill off Chris Hemsworth in the first six minutes of the movie? 
Whose yeah. idea was that? That's Have right. that person killed. Um, well, he was a nobody. Right, he was no time. Yeah. At the time, they didn't know he was going to be Thor. Yeah. You know, you know, I got my mm. wife to watch that movie like eight years later. I'm like, babe, Chris Pine, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> I started naming names. Like, you started naming like people. Nice. Uh, uh, the, uh, the, the chick that played Gamora, whatever her name was. She was great. Yeah. It, it, on paper, the Star Trek 2009 looks like an epic movie. <laughs> right, right. That's true. Uh, well, basically, so what 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 Frake says here is when he's talking about J.J. Abrams and Quentin Tarantino, because he brings about Quentin Tarantino, and, and he basically said, if those two names can't get an effing movie made, then I don't know. And he's right. right. Yeah. When you really think about it, if J.J. Abrams... And Quentin Tarantino both want to do Star Trek movies and can't get them made. There's a problem. Yeah. And here's the deal. Quentin Tarantino has how many movies left? Because remember, I mean, he, has, one. he has a limit on how many movies he can make, right? He's according to him. I mean, so, he can change his rule if he wants, but one more left. Yeah. yeah so he has one more. He was going to waste his last movie on Star Trek and still couldn't make it happen. Do you understand how insane that sounds. Yeah, that now, is weird. Yeah. To be yeah. honest, I'm glad he didn't make that movie because I, I, re- I read I read the spec that he that he put out there and it was like Kirk and Spock like in in a gangster movie or somewhere. Like, yeah. 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 They, he would go back to one of the original series episodes. Right. And no, no thanks. Gangster I don't want to see that. Yeah, that wouldn't be that would have been good. So uh so basically, he goes on to say, um, let's see, uh, it seems to be to him that that TV is where the future is. Now, how much of that is him because he's in Picard season three and he probably wouldn't mind doing more? I don't think Jonathan wanted to come back and, and act, really. Um, uh, Terry had to do some convincing. And uh, I mean, he was going to come back because he did it in Picard season one, obviously. But um, but it was but so in Picard season one though, like he didn't even he didn't even lose the baby weight. He just sort of showed right, up. Right. He showed right. up. He did what was asked of him, and then got back behind the camera. But in Picard season three, this guy is fit and trim and ready to party. Right, it's and a he's a completely different situation. Yeah, and the character his character is so much more developed. In oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's than so good. it ever was in TNG. By the way, yeah, he barely. So, um, I, I I really believe that in Picard season one, it was like. Let me do you a favor. And Picard season three, he wanted to do it. It was two different things. And I, and I think that it might have revitalized him to want to do more. So I think really he, good. I think if they asked him to do more, I think he would. Him and Michael Dorn, yeah. and and honestly, um, uh, Levar Burton, these three guys that I like, you see pictures and you think, oh, they're, they're past their prime, dude. In Picard, in in season three, these guys. I mean, I think I, Michael Dorn looks younger than me. Okay, like straight up, he looks. They are they are so revitalized in this role. Yes, they like, seem very revitalized. It, it yeah, really is like, like like we said before, like it's the best we've ever seen of Worf. And yeah, I, even, I would argue it is very it's damn close to the best we've seen of Riker. Even even Patrick Stewart, who who felt like, especially in Picard season two, it felt like. He never changed scenes because he was like too tired to walk to like right. the different place. Like they would literally leave him out of missions and he would just like stay behind. Right. Right. He would stay behind sitting on a couch, having conversations. 
Right. Yeah, that was old. all it was. And we're like, this doesn't feel like Picard. Well, guess what? Picard season three, you know, he's still old and he's still, you know, he's you can still, see he's it. But still he's still old and decrepit, but he's moving. <laughs> he's, he's, he seems revitalized. He's like the crick for the crypt keeper on meth. <laughs> <laughs> that is just not nice, bro. Someone, someone gave that guy an upper for season three. That's for sure. <laughs> he's, he's, he's more engaged. So anyways, uh, it might be self-serving here, him saying that, but it does seem that that TV shows. I mean, I'm telling you, Paramount Plus, they are they got a lock on Star Trek, good, bad, or otherwise. They're going to be cranking out shows for years to come. I promise you. Yeah. So their priority definitely isn't. I think there's a lot of truth to what uh, Jonathan here is saying. There there doesn't seem to be a lot lining up for the movies down the down the line. So yeah, and listen, either it's going to be. Uh more of Terry Trek and people and not just Terry, there are other people in Terry's camp that also, you know, uh, can do levels of Picard season three that are, that, that, that Terry's friendly with. It's either going to be people from that, that are like that, that are fans that are control, that are controlling new shows and pushing the future forward. Or we're going to get a whole lot of section 31 promises and, you know, uh, some, uh, Khan's grandson, um, uh, lost in the Badlands outside DS9 or something like that. It's gonna be something really stupid. It's gonna be something really. It's gonna be something stupid and not important, and literally can only damage what we already love. Like that. Those are those are the two options we have. We have we have going forward with an idea and a and a frame of reference from the from the opinion of of a fan, or we have convoluted nonsense that only operates in the past where they can only do damage. They can't. I think you guys know where we stand on this. I think we've been, I think Sorry. we're being very clear. Okay, I can't. On the fact, no, I, mean, I think we're being very clear that we want Terry Metallus to do more Star Trek. Jesus. Okay, thank you so much. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Hit the comment <laughs> section. Terry Metallus do more Star Trek. Please, to more, more Terry Trek. Terry, Terry, Terry Star Trek. Terry, Terry Star Trek. Star Trek Terry. All right, hit the comment section on the way down there. Please hit the subscribe button. A whopping 86% of you are not subscribed, and I don't know why. Because I think I'm at least slightly entertaining, and the subscribe button is free. So I don't know. I like you. I like you. Why not? Hit the button, boys and girls and people who don't want to identify as either or Apache helicopters. I don't know. Hit the button. Bye. All right, let's talk about Xbox. One more story, guys. We are going to go to the members section. What? Yes, I'm sorry. Go ahead. We are going to the members section. Before we do, we're going to quickly address this this woke Xbox thing because I think it's getting out of hand. Um, I thought it was kind of silly, but we'll we'll see. No, it's super silly. Um, it's super silly. I'll I'll, uh, I'll explain. I'm actually re- I'm where well this was I, this by the way this is this is becoming installed automatically now it was already a feature but it doesn't matter um after that, i love that i love that we're waking up with people here like it's 3 45 in the morning for us but people on the east coast and over in europe and everything everybody's up and look at jeremy schneider just checked in i'm so morning, jeremy Good morning dude i i realized after my last rant that i'm like maybe 15 feet away from three sleeping people <laughs> you might woke up your whole house <laughs> yeah so that's gonna be uh they know they, they won't come in here when the you know the, the, the recording lights on 
but you might be punished when you walk. I'll out. tell you this: like my family is so respectful. Like if that lights on, like they, unless it's a hyper emergency, they do leave me alone. But when I go out there, bro, I might just sleep in here. I might just leave the light <laughs> on and sleep in here. All right. Um. So after we talk about the woke Xbox, we're going to be talking about Ryan Johnson and JJ oh. Abrams and Star Wars in the member section. Additionally, oh, wait. Not just no. We're not just talking about them. New information has come up yes. that changes yes. what we think to some degree about Ryan Johnson and Star Wars a little bit. A little bit. You're not gonna listen. It's a it's a little bit of a shocker to me that this didn't come out sooner. Yeah. So you'll. Be I, I, I still think Ryan Johnson's a hack, but whatever. Um, let's watch. No, uh, no, I think no. I don't think he's a hack. I think he's actually talented. I think he's selfish. We'll talk about. It. And we're going to talk about the arc, uh, the new show, and Avatar beating Infinity War. And I got to tell you, if you know us, Avatar wiping out Marvel products, it's frustrating. You need to move your hand up a little more because that looks really weird. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I, I wanted to shake something. My mic's line went. Penny is here this morning. You need to behave yourself. Good morning, Penny. Welcome, Penny. All right. So we're going to talk about the Xbox book, and then we're going to the member section. So uh, if you're not a member, you know, now's a good time to do it. Link's in the description, and uh, and we'll put it in the chat, too. But first, let's talk about Xbox, Microsoft Xbox. You know that box that you might have in the living room that you either you download games on or maybe you plug discs in and you play with your kids or you play with your friends or you rage out on three on 13-year-olds in Fortnite? Apparently, it's gone woke. And the Xbox is the new the new target for the culture war that we are fighting. And I got to tell you, I believe that the, for, for once, this news article has a really good subline. They say it may be the dumbest one yet. And I got to tell you, it is absolutely the dumbest thing to complain about. I You know, this makes me hate politics so much. You know, the fact that they get behind really stupid things, you know, and we complain about both sides a lot. You know, probably more often we complain about the left because to me, uh, a lot of times the left just seems more uh, unreasonable. Like they they seem more unreasonable about their takes. They're less flexible. But in this case, the people on the right are just really saying stupid stuff so you tell us more about it thank you penny that's because shane refuses to use headphones and so the longer i talk the more louder i get on his end because there's there's level volume 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 leveling oh it's okay that's right every once in a while you gotta interject though so i don't start echoing yeah so this is what this says all right here we go conservative politicians and commentators in the u.s are complaining that xbox councils are now woke (laughs) <laughs> Following an announcement earlier this month that Xbox Series XS machines will be updated with an energy saver mode that reduces their power consumption when enabled. As someone who has a $600 bill every month, I love this. I don't know what you're complaining about. <laughs> it's going to save us electricity in California, please. Yeah, bro. You know how much it costs here? I literally spend $600 a month electricity. It's nuts. I owe an electricity crazy. bill now. I'm actually stressed about having to pay it. So, um, power saving. Why, I don't know. Why is that woke? I, this particular well, descent into partisan madness started on January 11th when Microsoft announced that the Xbox would be the first gaming console to offer carbon-aware gaming downloads and updates. 
<laughs> I mean, that's marketing. Yeah, that's marketing, bro. That's marketing. What, guess what? Kids have been taught or slash brainwashed, however you, whatever side of the aisle you want to look at it, into believing that the environment need as the carbon footprint is 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 jacked up. And by the way, it is that we people put too much carbon into the air, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, and that, that's a whole other marketing. Thing. It's not like everyone. Everyone wants to blame uh, you know the country we live in right now, but there are third world countries that without regulations are just pouring in there. So there's a lot of problems. But like that's not what this is about. This is marketing. Carbon neutral Xbox, right? In reality, <laughs> right? Let's 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 tell you what it is. You can enable an option that will give you your console will be capable of scheduling their updates for times when the electrical grid is, is making use of lower carbon sources of power, aka when it's cheaper. When Guys, it's cheaper, is is your computer woke? Because your Wait, computer, Windows already does that. When you're not busy. When you're not busy. When you're not well, using. When you're not using the Xbox. These are all on. good things. Come on, just, guys. Yeah, the, it's the it's the phraseology that's the the carbon yeah. aware idea is is has. Yeah, I just they're, don't they're, they're stressing out that they're using like this terminology. In reality, it's just a power saving option on the Xbox. It and, and you don't have to use it. It's an option. That's, you, if it's you want to leave your Xbox it. until it until it burns up and costs you a thousand dollars a month electricity, do whatever you want to do. But yeah. you have the option to turn it on so that when your daughter, who's playing Minecraft at ten o'clock at night, <laughs> leaves it on and you work until four in the morning and then realize that it's been on the entire time, if you can enable that option, it'll turn itself up, off, and update itself. Okay, I don't see what the problem here is. Well, the problem is, Brian, that we cannot stop fighting this culture war over anything. And if to, any sort of wording is opposite of our what we say, then we have to push back against it. And I'm sorry, you know, uh, Ted Cruz and all these guys who came out against it. I mean, it's embarrassing. What did he say here? What was his comment? Ted Cruz says. First so gas stoves and your coffee. Now they're now they're gunning for your Xbox. All right, first off, Ted, weren't you the guy that was blaming uh, violence in schools on video games? You can't talk, bro. It's it's just ridiculous. So I'm sorry. You if you go if you go before Congress and t- and talk about how video games are the reason people are violent, you cannot then act as if you're saving video games. That doesn't. That we don't. <laughs> and I don't care where you're at. I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. Or a I don't care what you are. Bottom line is like hypocrisy is super cringe. So let's stop doing that. Uh, although the M M&M and M things, I I'm on their side because I like looking at hot way through cartoons. That's all I'm saying. I didn't I didn't see the cartoons. Uh, people M&M. are complaining about uh, how they've like defeminized the girl M and M. They've made her like a butch M and M or something. And oh. like like what happens? She used to like have heels and look like she had feminine. Venom quality because it was because it was a girl M and M, like that is a silly thing to get mad over. Um, but if I had it my way, I would much rather it be a sexy M and M than a not sexy M and M. Well, from it, a marketing standpoint, I want it everything make to be sexy. Sense. Okay, as much sexy as possible. Uh, it, it doesn't make any sense. Um, oh, a message from M and M's. This is it here. We made some changes to our beloved spokes candies. We weren't sure if anyone would even notice, and we definitely didn't think it would break the internet. But now we get it. Even a candy shoes can be polarizing. 
which was the last thing M&Ms wanted. We we're all about bringing people together. Therefore, we have decided to take an indefinite pause from the spokes candies in their place. We are proud to introduce a spokesperson American agree on the beloved Maya Rudolph. Oh, so. So, they're, they're so getting, was, did people get mad because they changed it and made it made okay. it? So they took they, they took the girl character and like she used to have like shapely shapely legs and like high heels. Okay. And they gave her like stick legs and like tennis shoes. All right. People got mad. Who, who got mad? Well, I mean, like I guess. Oh, the right. The, the right, right got, got mad, mad, and then the left got mad at the right, and the, they started fighting. And then it was like, "All right, guys. All right. God damn it. it! First off, it's a cartoon." About a candy, so you know what? We're just not doing it anymore. We're, we're now Maya, whatever is going to be the spokesperson. Oh, no, that's right. I, I did see that. No so, one can get mad about that. Oh, Ma and Yaz M and M's. Okay, so I mean, from a marketing standpoint, I mean, I don't know why M M&M and M would defeminize uh, an M M&M and M because let's just put it this way: are more. Well, I can tell you why they did it um, because everything is generated towards youth culture right now. Right. And youth culture. Right. And listen, I don't know how, where, how, where you guys stand. If you have children, if you have grandchildren, if you don't have kids yet, if you've seen other kids. But let me tell you something. There is a very gender neutral thing happening in kids huh. be, beneath the age of 23. Jeremy just okay. said, Brian and his green girls, you need help. <laughs> Uh, dude, he's it got is, a green. He's it got is a problem. the green M M&M and M too. It's the green M M&M, and M. Yeah. Um, if they put like gray hair on that green M M&M, and M, he would just go nuts. Oh my god! Oh my god! The old green M M&M. M. <laughs> the oh, granny M M&M. and oh. M. Um, but the, the point is, is that they're everybody. Whether it's movies, whether it's companies, everybody's going to be shifting to this change in gender because the people eating the M and M's are tend to be the younger people anyway. It's so, weird though. Like this is what doesn't this make sense to me? Like. Okay, so you take like um so you take one gender that was already a gender and you and you strip that person of their feminine qualities, but then you encourage the the male male to embrace feminine feminine qualities. I don't get exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. What did I just say? Gender neutral. So they're just trying to That's like merge going everything into like just gray, yeah. like a gray blob of people. The girls are less girls. The boys are less boys, and everybody's the same. Listen, that's the that's the dumbass thing that everybody's that they're trying to accomplish. Listen, the great thing about being a human being is that we're all different. Yeah, yeah. So whether you want to, if you want to be a feminine, if you want to be manly, if you want to be not feminine if you want to be not manly that's your right yeah do whatever you want you know but here's the thing this is marketing yeah that, so that, that that is dirty though that's just it's dirty yeah i don't like the marketing aspect of it and and i mm-hmm. honest, and to be honest i would rather look at nice legs if i'm being honest but i also don't care I mean, that you're much. also 40 years old yeah and there yeah. you're you're not the target and, market let me tell I, you what and i'm pretty sure i can't afford the m&ms because i would die of diabetes what's the target market like nine-year-olds? Well, no, the target and market for, for people shopping is 18 to 35. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. That's because, now listen, traditionally, that was it, guys. 18 to 35 was the shiznit. Like, that's where all the money was. No, well, yeah, guess what? Wait, wait, wait. Shane, no, why, why was that where the money was? Because, because that's when people went to work. Because they, they joined the workforce and they were back yes. with their money. Yes. Now, because people still stay at home until they're 25 and 30. Now you better be watching my money because <laughs> I'm still paying for, I'm still paying for it at 49. 
So you better be advertising to my big butt or I'm not going to buy it. Yeah, that's right. So that's, that's it. it. He wants to see some green granny M&Ms, damn it. No, no. He wants to see some green granny <laughs> M&Ms. I can't eat M&Ms because I can't have sugar. So yeah, here's the go. thing about the, the I, I like, I love this. I hate that this is co-opted by the left. But remember Spock's Eidic thing? Infinite diversity, infinite combination. I love that. Yeah, so, that's the way it should be. Why, I know why, it's, it's why not be unique? Why does everyone got to like, like be the same? You know, I don't get Everybody it. should be unique, bro. That's what makes life interesting. All right, man. Um, yeah, you know what, though? I got to say, John Harvey made a good point. Gentlemen, this whole subject is beneath your dignity. <laughs> I agree. You know, this whole subject is beneath <laughs> I don't know how did we end up on it. Oh, the Xbox thing—that was right. Xbox. So, bottom, bottom line here, let's 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 bottom line the Xbox things. Ready? First off, um, you don't have to turn the feature on. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you this: if you pay your if you pay your electricity bill yourself, you should turn it on. That's yeah. it. And then sketch and schedule that thing for when you're not using it, which would probably be. When it's when the because electricity costs more at certain kinds of the day, it's not hard. Right. It's not hard. It's not well, woke. It's they the reason I well, the reason I wanted to talk about it is because I wanted to showcase an opportunity where where both sides of the aisle do stupid things, yeah. you know. And this is a moment when people on the right are doing dumb things, and we don't get a chance to showcase that very often. So I wanted to I wanted to put that out. Know, lately it's it's been more often, but yeah. It seems like it. I, I gotta tell you. Uh, they also mentioned the gas stove in this thing. I'll tell you. I didn't. I didn't see that one either. Um, yeah, because because they're they're trying to like ban or regulate gas stoves. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't understand why people are so passionate about it. But I do know this. I use a gas stove, and I've tried to use an electric stove, and they are not the same. Electric do you know how hard it is? Are horrible. Dude, do you know how hard it is to light a cigarette off of an electric stove? Impossible. Just, no, I, I've done it, but it's it takes a long time. It's, it's not that, that. Yeah, and you're right. That's but like, dude, cooking eggs, you can never, you can't get things hot enough to like fry it. Electric mm -hmm. stoves. Look, I'm down. Look, all the climbing people out there. If it's affordable and it costs less money and it's and it's better for someone. If it's better for literally anyone else but me. And it's costing me less. And I, in my opinion, I see it win-win-win. So you go, I don't want to use gas stoves. I want to use electric because it's better for me and it costs you less. Sign me up. Except for, you got to make the product good first. Gas is cheaper. It's cheaper. It's cheaper. It works better. It's, it's, it's just better. And I, so I know. Make, make, better make a better the stove. Then we'll talk about it. Well, and if you find a, be you know, a, a better way, a cleaner way to make electricity um, then maybe that is too, but we still have electrical problems too. Wind and solar only get you so much. That's another thing too. Like, 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 how do you think you're powering the electric stove, man? You're, yes, hundred percent. Like you're not powering it on wishes and hopes and baby farts. Okay, it's <laughs> coming from fantastic. a power plant somewhere, and most power plants are burning fossil fuels. Jesus. All right. All right. That's it on this topic. I don't even, we talk about some weird stuff tonight. Yeah, huh? man. It's weird, bro. Weird. That's what happens. At, that's what happens on the podcast after dark. <laughs> podcast okay, after dark. You gotta do it. You have the better voice, but podcast after dark. You're watching the podcast after dark. <laughs> you know it's funny? Big brother has has that after dark feature where people can like watch him sleeping and shit. That dude, like, I've seen that weird. and, and I don't understand what the appeal is. 
Why would you want to do they, that? They're watching them when they're they're not on TV or something. It's like a it's like a voyeurism kind of weird thing. That's so weird. Yeah, that's that's so weird. I got to cancel that subscription. I don't understand. I don't understand why. <laughs> Like, I've tried every other reality show, and honestly, the only one that works for me is Survivor. I can't get into the other ones, dude. Oh, and, and Survivor is losing me right now because. <laughs> like, like, I'm not surprised. Bro, uh, like, there is no respect for Jeff Prost, uh, Prost on these shows anymore. Listen, if you watch Survivor the way we did for years, Jeff Prost is, is God. On that island, he is in charge of anything. He is the guy that you look up to that that controls your life in his hands. Now, mm. all these like Zoomers are going on the show and they're correcting him about this, their pronouns. They're complaining about the way he walks. They're making fun of the way he like stands like a white person. It's crazy. I'm watching this and I'm like, I'm getting mad for Jeff Probes. I'm like, Jeff, what are you doing, man? What are you stand up for that's, yourself? That's like that's like geriatric uh, abuse, I think. Yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> like, it's it's uh, so he he overturned he overturned the results of a challenge because someone was offended. Oh, that no, I, yeah, I Bro, don't, I'm not. I, I was like, I my my eyes couldn't get any wider. My wife asked me if I was okay. I was like, no, I don't think I am. I think, I think, I think, I think, I think Jeff Prost just broke me. Uh, something snapped inside me. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's say goodbye to these beautiful people. Uh, thank you all for coming. If you're, if you want to hang out with see more. you later, cause we're going to the member section. That's true. If you want to come over with us to the member section, we've got the following wonderful things happening. Brand new news that Ryan Johnson, uh, JJ Abrams is actually responsible for something in the Star Wars Skywalker trilogy. Oh, snap. That we always thought Ryan Johnson was responsible for. We're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to watch the first five minutes of a brand new show called The Ark uh, by Dean Devlin. We're going to look at it and let's all watch it together and decide whether or not um, yeah. this is something we should watch going forward. Dean Devlin, aka one of the creators of the Stargate, Stargate movie. movie, yeah. And then we're also going to talk about Avatar uh, 2, just beat Infinity Wars, uh, and now it's number five all time on the movie list. And we just need to know how this is happening. If Avatar 1 and 2 are 1 and 2 on that list, I'm done. I'm done. It's it's coming. It's coming. All right, guys. Come on over to Popcast Plus. (laughs) (laughs) Popcast Plus, where, listen, for the cost of more like podcast plus size what the cost for half of one of these a month you can be a member like literally a half a starbucks coffee is what it costs to be a member and watch uh, the member section and uh, we got a lot of interesting fun content. yeah and also just so you guys know um with the stuff coming up with picard and like our insider stuff you've known we we share the information on that on the member section because we can't share it live but we can share it um, in the privacy of the member section, because there's relatively not very many of us. Also, there are things that we are allowed to tell people early as long as it's not public. So there's a difference between public and private. Like I can, I can talk to you privately. So, so we do plan during the Picard season to be a little more open 
um, in the members section. Um, cause I think we'll be able to, right Shane? Yeah. I mean, as the episodes go along, we're definitely going to be able to share stuff. So, okay. So come on over guys. Uh, if you do nothing, it'll take you over there. If you want, click the link in the chat or click the link in the description. But, um, that said, if you aren't joining us, that's unfortunate, but I still love you. And we hope that you'll come back next week, um, on Thursday, but next week, uh, it will not be at, uh, four in the morning. It will be, um, probably, probably around 1230, uh, in the afternoon. So, yeah. 